dopest flyers, OG pin flyers, 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 dopest flyers, flyers. Flyers, dopest, flyers, OG pin pass the gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist. Is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence. Blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We hold these shoes to be self-evident. Did we did did we we didn't talk about uh, <laughs> so Veronica went to some fashion party event and um came home late and just kind of had had a couple drinks and just decided to kick her heels off and go to bed and the next morning i woke up and i was getting ready i think to work here and <laughs> as i was coming out of the studio i'd walked over to the studio coming back in walks maxine with with my wife's expensive ass pro- red prada heel in her mouth wow and and then i grab and i grab it from her and she has chewed out the toe oh i i this lost- happened on your watch no i lost it i was i was so furious because she would had been working my nerves anyway like prior to that she had not had a good couple days your wife mm. or the dog Bada bing. <laughs> Both. Like that one. The dog. Okay. Um, and man, so I walked into the bedroom and took the shoe and put it next to Veronica's head on the pillow and woke her up and said, She's out of here tomorrow. And I walked out. And I went into the studio, into my office. And I started Googling how to give away a dog. <laughs> oh, no. I was re- I was done. I was like, this is it. This is the, I've, I've gone over the. No. And like a smart woman, I didn't put his name on any of the papers. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> but she wakes up and the first thing she says to me, like such an enabling parent. No, no. Listen, no, no, no listen, no. like an enabling parent. It wasn't it's like okay. I found a place that I can send them off that fix that will fix them. Like that solved the problem. Like, oh, I I think we're not addressing the real issue here. Not it's not. A, I'm not mad that you. Oh, you can fix the shoe. Great. The thing that caused the problem is what I'm concerned with. Oh, I'm sorry. Is what is with what with I am concerned. What, what a tangled web we weave, Maxine. <laughs> so yeah, she's um. But then she'll have like a couple days where she's the cutest thing in the world and you forget all about it. And you're like, oh, look, she peed on the pad. Oh, she's having a really good day. Yay. And then it's always the small. And then she eats something. I have found things, unspeakable things in her mouth. (laughs) Oh, my. Unspeakable. (laughs) Well, then. All right. (laughs) At least your dogs don't spit up hairballs. Oh, they do. Do they? Oh, Maxine has definitely spit up a hairball. Because Chewy's hairballs are horrible. Hmm? Chewy's hairballs are horrible. What What is in the hairballs? Like, have you ever, like... It's hair. It's, it's just hair. literally the hair. There's nothing entwined it's, in the It's hair. wet <laughs> and mucusy. <laughs> and uh, at first, it was one of those things that, like, she would do and I didn't even... I didn't, I didn't know she was doing it because I wouldn't hear it. And I would, like... 
be out in the round. How often does do they have? How often do they step on it? And it's work. I feel like it's gotten a little bit more frequently lately, but it's just a glob of it. Literally, well, but what is frequently like once a week, once a month? It's, it's not once a week, yeah. but it's every it's like, couple weeks. It's like yeah. every two and a half, Cup, twice three a month weeks or so. And it's always on. It's just, and when she does it, you hear her like she's, I was going to ask she's off you in the like, corner. <laughs> it, it, it's it, it, it exactly. It's some. It's something like that, but it's uh, it's in cat and it's worse. It's in cat. It's like it's, it's not. A, it's in the native tongue of cat. It's like it's like if a if a rasp if a raspy cough and a dry heave had a love child. <laughs> because at first you're not you're not Whoa. sure if Yummy. someone else around you is coughing mm-hmm. or like trying to clear their throat or someone is like legitimately dying and then it gets like weirdly worse the closer it gets to her actually doing it but then sometimes you know she does it when no one's there (laughs) right oh and you just like step on it i mean there was a there was a there was a night that i stepped on it oh it's in bare feet no in socks which is worse which is way worse because you carry it with you the rest of the time you have the socks on Mine was bare. Oh, yours was bare. Oh, man. Man. It looks like a little turd, honestly. See? And it's like when you see it happening, you feel so bad because she's like, he, you can see her whole body is like <laughs> trying to force it out and the she's noise eating. it makes. And it's just like, oh, like the exorcist. And then when it happens, she turns. If, if we happen to notice when it's happening, after it happens, she turns and she looks at us oh. in that cat look. And then she goes about her way. Like, no, no, try to cover it up. No, she just leaves it and walks away. Shameless. Here you are. <laughs> this is for this you. Is for you. <laughs> I made a gift for you. This the gift authority. that I birthed from my body. Right. I horrible. have to give something to the authority, and this shall be it. It came from but the again, of my body. Like it's the one humans of those do not like my sacrifice. As much as she licks herself, I. I guess it makes sense. That but she's so pretty. So your story about off. stepping on it reminds me of like whenever we step in a wet spot that just happens to pop up. And, but it's not. And, but it's beyond. It's beyond just a wet. I know what it, I know because you're like it. You know what and it is. not knowing what it is because you don't. You don't know what it is at first because it's like it looks like a turd. But what's funny like, is oh. like when Veronica and I ever and I we step in one of the, in like a wet spot like we both have the same walk. Afterwards, where you're like, <laughs> that, like you, you don't, walk on the side. you don't want to yeah. step on, you don't want to drag yeah, that down. Yeah, right. The hall so you're like it. trying to hop to the bathroom yeah. to wash that shit yeah. off. It's never, it's never in a convenient place. No. It's always somewhere no. where you're far enough yeah. that you have to strategize. Right. Yes. <laughs> How am I gonna get over? There? How the fuck am I gonna get out? I gotta of get this? to the shower and just put my foot yeah. in the shower. I just have to cut my foot off. Right. <laughs> Depending upon what I stepped in. These are the things that you go through as a pet owner. Yeah. This is pet ownership. And it's just like, uh I don't know about that. I don't live this. But well, wait, is is owner is owner the politically correct word? Don't they don't they prefer something different? Well, some vegans would tell you. <laughs> that right. I'm, I know. That's some why crazy I'm fucking vegans. I've heard like, legitimate people like animals are not to be owned. So what's the term? <laughs> I don't know, like Cohabitator. I don't. Know. We don't cohabitate because she doesn't pay bills. Right. Goddamn right. Right. What is she? Well, but neither do kids, and we cohabitate say. with children, and they don't pay bills. But you also own them. <laughs> <laughs> if, I own. If yeah. you if you pay for it, 
you, you yeah, own you it. own it. <laughs> yeah. That's the American way. So. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he, yeah, that's why we still have a problem with like we we literally have parents who are like, I'm not going to vaccinate my kids, and they're a, a, a great portion of our population is like, I mean, that's their right if they don't want to vaccinate. Their no, kids. it's Until not your they right to contribute to a public health crisis with some sort of disease that was eradicated years ago. That right. all they had to do was get the shot and be done with it. Yeah, suddenly we're all passing the, the Black Death around. <laughs> I mean, we're having. We're having weird storms in places they don't normally happen. The tectonic plates are doing weird shifts. Like People are dying of heat in India. Diseases that haven't existed for hundreds of years are back. Like, the plague is back. Measles is back. <laughs> I mean, measles has been, hasn't been gone long. Sure. But sure. Hold on. Is this the opening of a... Of a oh. Hi, welcome to Nerds and Luxury. <laughs> We're all fucked. <laughs> Which episode is this? 41. 41? Well, I'm going to read this from IFL Science just because they put everything like together. Like, like they kind of summed the, 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 the magnitude of the fuckery that we're in uh, better than... A, but this was widely reported by lots of... It. New report warns high likelihood of human civilization coming to an end within 30 years. A new report has warned there's an existential risk to humanity coming from the cr- climate crisis within the coming decades and, quote, a high likelihood of human civilization coming to an end over the next three decades unless urgent action is taken. This is an Australian think tank that basically is Australia's kind of EPA type of consultant that put this out. <clears throat> They, re- they are outlining an apocalyptic scenario that could see conditions beyond the threshold of human survivability across much of our planet by 2015. The report refuses to downplay this bleak assessment of what could happen. <laughs> I will give you 2020 to 2030. This government's failed to act on evidence that the Paris Agreement isn't enough to keep Earth's temperature from rising and will lock in at least 3 degrees Celsius of warming as projected by previous studies. Carbon dioxide levels have reached 437 parts per million, which hasn't been seen in the last 20 million years, and the planet warms by uh, 1.6 degrees Celsius, almost 3 degrees Fahrenheit. Emissions peak in 2030 and are reduced. However, carbon cycle feedbacks and the continued use of fossil fuels sees temperatures rise by 3 degrees by 2050. 2050, there's a scientific consensus that we've reached the tipping points for ice sheets. A hot house Earth scenario plays out that sees Earth's temperatures doomed to rise by another 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit, even if we stopped emissions immediately. At this point, human impact is off the scale. 55% of the global population are subject to more than 20 days a year of lethal heat conditions beyond that which humans can survive. North America suffers extreme weather events, including wildfires, drought, and heat waves. Monsoons in China, the great rivers of Asia virtually dry up, and rainfall in Central America falls by half. Oh, well. (laughs) So everybody, do more fucking, and... um, and we only have like one rhino left. Yes. Yeah. But I mean So um sorry for the doomsday report. Right? Sorry for the downer. <clears throat> Did they have any um any positive, any positive <laughs> action that we might well, take? See yeah. that a that's, bit? that's that's what's 
I think great about this report is because all the other ones that you should try to like gloss over because well a lot of them we could still do something like, like when not Gore, use plastic fucking straws well, well, like when Al Gore like well that. like when Al Gore put out his stuff mm-hmm. you know in the early aughts or late 90s or whatever well we still got time and now it's 20 years later and we don't have a whole lot of time and if we had done something back then besides like you said change our straws and our plastic bags and dumb shit that right so the global warming death report is quite heart heartwarming because it just makes you realize that you just got to appreciate the times we uh, have yeah, together. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I personally take great solace in my nihilism. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Use that word. It is very comforting. I'm nihilism can be comforting because it, what you what you what it does on, on a micro level. I'm an optimist. <laughs> I believe I'm going to make more money this year than I made last year. I believe that I'm having that I'm going to have great sex with my wife. I I believe I'm going to have a good lunch tomorrow. <laughs> but on a macro level, we are fucked. And there's not much I can do about it except say that we're fucked. Like I don't have the power. I can vote. And I do. But other than that, I'm not really in a position to make, you know, metaphysical changes to the way things so we're fucked. I'll be dead. Gotta die anyway. I see in the near future, if all of these things begin to start shifting, I see a new business tip, everyone. Mm. I see a new business popping up of, well, a widening of an already mm-hmm. existing business of um, assisted deaths. Mm-hmm. I see that becoming a huge thing oh, yeah, yeah. as we get closer to this point. And there'll be like interesting deaths, like go to space and die. Right, right. Die yeah, on a submarine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, vacation yeah. spots will now be death places right, where everybody right. can go and die in peace yep. in Fiji or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Fashion tip, invest in umbrellas because you're going to need them because <laughs> umbrellas... It's going to be raining shit and frogs? Well, not, no. It's just also like sunshine. sunshine. Like sun, like the biggest umbrella you can find and make it fashion. You know? Won't this, it just burn up? Also, not if also it's made make cloth. It, also make it dark black preferably yeah this this report by the way also goes out to anyone who's ever like asked veronica and i when we were having children um there's the one of the main things that i didn't talk about on there is the population problem we're going to have nine billion of us parasites living on this planet all at once and this planet is going to shake us off like fleas so and it will just keep on right, and going. it will keep going. <laughs> and I person, I hope dogs survive. Just that's what I I hope dogs and cats survive and take over the world. Maybe they'll develop higher level intelligence. Of all, the mothership will come for Chewy. Well, she'll be dead by then, but still. Well, that's what all those incantations are for. She's calling it in the corner. <laughs> She's summoning the mothership. We have thirty more years <laughs> to go. <laughs> it'll prime be, yourself. Prime yourself. <laughs> It'll be co- it'll be cockroaches. Yeah, it will be cockroaches. Oh, they will can it survive be the anything. German cockroaches? <laughs> well, but in the water, perhaps uh, octopus and dolphins. I've seen octopus open jars, so they're pretty smart. Is it octopus <laughs> or is it octopi? octopi. I've never known. Our octopus. Well, according to Hollywood, <laughs> it's going to be AI, and I'm right. tend to lean in that. Uh, right. it's, it's technically supposed to be octopuses. Uh-huh. I mean, because the root from it isn't. Um, it's not. You had to go there. <laughs> the, the root for there. octopus isn't isn't Latin. 
like some people think, which would make the us at the end turn to I if it's plural. It's actually based in Greek. Oh, well, that's so it's, it's us's technically, but no, octopi is accepted now started. and fine. So. Right. Greek is the weirdest, been... and I hate to say this, I don't mean to be offensive, but in, Any terms, Greek of, people listening. in terms of how other languages look, sound, and the rules of them, Greek is just like so... Greek to you? Greek to me, yes. Well, I yeah. understand why people say it's all Greek to me. <laughs> Russian's pretty fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, I was going to say Russian too. That Icelandic. shit looks like a whole other fucking... That shit came from another planet. Icelandic? Me. Icelandic is an interesting language when yeah. you look at it on paper. Yeah. Cedro is over there like shitting bricks. Oh, no. <laughs> That's no, how no. Your, your grin looked. Your grin absolutely. <laughs> Do you speak, I don't know if it's called Icelandic, whatever language it is that people from Iceland might speak? Um, I, I'm not sure what they call it. But I hmm. believe Icelandic is something. Like yeah. I believe it is a lang- Like I believe it's a language, but I'm not sure if that's shout out to Patty Crash. The only I think one Patty that Crash yeah, speaks she's, it, right? Yeah, Doesn't she know whatever yeah. she's fr- she's from? She's there. a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, she a, calls herself a Viking. Yeah. She often she has the horns and that's everything. Still funny. <laughs> yeah, right. no, it's hilarious. But she saw. Have you ever like horns. really taken a close look at the globe and just look at the latitude, latitude and longitude and seen how far up those? Co- even how far up like. England is England's like on the same plane as like Maine, like London, you know, like as far as north on the planet goes, like no wonder it's the weather sucks. Hmm. As does their food. Anyhow. Oh, wow. Um, They're not known for their cuisine. (laughs) Bangers and mash, anyone? Mm. Blood sausages. Mm. Yuck. (laughs) Red pudding. Tea and crumpet. Figgy pudding. Did you guys see that picture going around on Twitter of baked beans with uh, peaches in them? Yes. And I just, all I could think... Yeah. So, Emily... I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. A Caucasian woman named Emily tweeted a photo or posted it on Twitter. Maybe she posted it somewhere else first. But she posted a photo on Twitter saying that she was at a potluck for her job. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's always And bad. she took a picture of one of the dishes that someone had brought. <laughs> and the dish was a, a deep set plate. Um, the plate was very ornate. Uh, anyway, <laughs> a deep set plate filled with canned beans, like baked beans, uh, pork and beans, whatever, the, the, those types of beans, um, canned beans and canned peaches on top of them and sort of a little mixed in. But like canned slice, they were full slices of peach. They weren't like the diced or anything and what like was that. this supposed because to be? Because that would have made it. <laughs> That's the question Emily wanted to know. What she, is this, basically? She, ba- I mean, she she wasn't even saying it wasn't. She didn't even post it in a way that was like <clears throat> nasty or like you know that typical she was like just confused that typical urban way of like what are those or like what the fuck <laughs> is this? This is she legitimately wanted to know like if she didn't know about this, like if this is something, and so she asked about it, and of course. For some reason, it went viral uh, because well, once people, once black people get a hold it's of a these things, food. <laughs> and so it erupted across the timeline of people just responding and like this is these are the people that you should um, make is- make bring in plates and cups and like not actually bring a dish in. But <gasps> this is a fantastic idea for a television show. You show up at potlucks 
you could, you make a fucking crazy ass fucking like so you, you punk everybody at the potluck. Yeah, you punk punk <laughs> punking a potluck. Potluck punks. <laughs> right. Potluck punk. Where you show up as someone and you put some shit out there amongst it. You don't say who it's from, you just put some shit out there. So my dish would be opening up these Oreos and putting some relish. Oh <laughs> So we started watching this new show what's it dead dead. To me, <sighs> starring Christina Applegate oh, on, Nef- on Netflix, I and like Christina Applegate. Her husband dies, and the neighbor is this, one of her neighbors is this Asian woman, and she brings her a casserole, and <laughs> she said it was <laughs> Mexican lasagna. <laughs> and when her family sat down to eat it, her oldest son was like, "What is this?" And the mom is like, "It's Mexican lasagna." He's like, "Why does it have raisins?" In it? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, this is this this is a show. This is a show. You just show up. Like, imagine you just go to a picnic, like just like where people have food out, and you just want, kind of casually walk over and just <laughs> leave a casserole dish with some foil over it that has some crazy fucking concoction, and you just leave it there. See what people potato salad, <laughs> and when they open it, right. it looks nothing, nothing like, like potato. potato. Right. <laughs> like, what is this pickled egg salad? Which is probably a real thing. <laughs> you know those nasty little pickled eggs that they have in a jar. I know they could do a. Um, I know people who eat those. They could I do, do a. Who, they could do a whodunit style <laughs> reality <laughs> show where you have someone be like a plant and they bring in the thing yeah, that's bad, yeah. and other people bring it in and they just like walk around and enjoy themselves, but they have to like guess at the end. Yeah, who, who made it? Is. Who made that shit? <laughs> Like the game Mafia. Like <laughs> That's the name of the show. Who made this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for Who Made This Shit? I'm sorry. And we get what's his name? Uh, what's the black dude's name? Your boy was on the Chappelle show. Uh, Tom who hosts Brady. All the games. Tom huh? Brady. No, Tom. Tom, Brady. Tom Brady. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. We Wayne Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. I don't think he'd be available to host. No. We get Wayne Brady. No one. It. No one wants MAGA America to footballer to show up on their show. Or is that Peyton Manning? No. I don't know. I'm getting my white supremacist mixed it's up. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> we like Peyton Manning. It's Tom Brady. We don't like. I'm with you, dear. I only heard of the Milwaukee Bucks like three weeks ago. <laughs> when which she Cedro said, and which she said when Milwaukee she came to the house, which hey, she said. No, I, I had no idea. Wait, Milwaukee Bucks? I thought the Bucks were um, New England. <laughs> no, wow. So you and I are right so, here. So we are right no, here. Keep talking. Honey. Keep talking. So, this is so only only Boston. Oh, only Boston the, has the, a the, the, the has a Celtics. basketball team, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, New York has two. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's okay. The Milwaukee Bucks. If you didn't, if you didn't know they were a team, they are with the Giannis NBA on the decumbo. If you don't think you know anybody who's ever played on them, if you don't know Giannis, then you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yes. oh. aka Lou Alcindor, which is what he was when he started right. with the Bucks. Absolutely, and then changed his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oscar Robertson for like the that's more like an NBA nerd thing. Like, but he's not yeah. as popular, but he got but a little more. Ghosts, he got so. a little more popular because of what Russ the, has been doing the last the few triple seasons. double record. Yeah. yeah, but for someone who watches basketball chiefly and primarily to look to look at the men, <laughs> I would have thought that at some point I would have seen. The Milwaukee Bucks. I would have seen the little, you know, the reindeer. Then well, you clearly don't watch basketball <laughs> well, enough. Well, for that. well, well, well. I'll also say this. Um, I guess 
representation has definitely changed. Uh, the league used to be a lot more about big markets and small okay. markets. And the Milwaukee Bucks have traditionally been a small market team. Gotcha. And only because they've had like a lot of recent success. That's um, probably why. Yeah, they, had, they, they were they've not gotten, on national TV. A yeah, lot they really. Okay, even, well, even this if I wasn't, if, I, if, they, if they were on a sports channel, then no, I never would have seen it. Yeah. I mean, that's usually what they get. Okay. Like, the, the, I mean, the big market teams are still pretty much the big market teams. Like, the Knicks always get a certain number of nationally televised mm-hmm. games, the Lakers, Boston, um, whatever team LeBron's on, um, stuff, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, or if you've won, or if you've won, if you've won a lot or been really yeah. successful recently, yeah. so they didn't have that many national televised games. Even this past season, the only reason why they got the notoriety is because they went to the Eastern Conference Finals okay. in the playoffs. So then, and that all makes playoff sense games that are I never would have heard of nationally them then, televised. Right. Like I didn't. <laughs> we just spent more time talking about the NBA. I just thought they were a college we... team. Honestly, I just want to say this. I was right like, now. who the fuck are the Milwaukee I love Bucks? us because. There was like background music going on. <laughs> there was a legitimate interview going on down well, here. She had Who questions and secret answers. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There have been plenty of times at 4 a.m. on Twitter where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking ask Cedro. Because I know he's <laughs> ask up. Ask Cedro. <laughs> Not ask Jeeves. Ask, ask Cedro. Convos with Cedro. <laughs> all right and that well, was our sports segment all right actually Episode. that that was our legitimate sports segment segment it's also the opening you are listening to nerds in luxury recorded at depth charge studios in alexandria virginia you can reach us at www.nerdsandluxury.com hashtag us lux nerd on any and all social media you can find us at nerds and luxury on twitter and if you have any emails questions concern harassment or general spam don't do it but you can email me at veronica <laughs> at nerds and so <laughs> cedro and i have well, we've been seeing a lot of movies lately. Well, not lately, just that's all the time for us. Yeah. With Dark Phoenix being the last one we just saw. No, actually, I'm sorry. We saw one today. Booksmart. <laughs> How was that? It was funny. It was funny. Okay, it was like, I've heard good mm-hmm. things about it. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You check it I out. Think, I think you, you would of all people it. would You'd appreciate very it. much appreciate it because it has two very well-written female Leads. It's a it's supposed to be a coming of age comedy about. Who's in it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the names. I don't two, know the names. Two new people. white girls. Uh, I don't know. The look on your face though was like Lisa Kudrow is in it. She plays. That's all that matters. Oh. Well, then well, I'm there. there. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't want to over. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to oversell that for you. She's oh. not in there enough. I mean, she's in there at all. I yeah, love she's Phoebe in there. Buffet. Right, and there are two. Um, Previous SNL cast members. Oh, okay. I, uh, Jason Sudeikis. 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 He's in it. Sudeikis. And is it Will? Is it Will Forte? Will Arnett. Will Arnett. No. Okay. No. The guy Either who was way, in the last it's a coming of age. Earth. If it's you're at home, you can Google it. You can Google mm-hmm. it, and you'd enjoy it. And, and Dark Phoenix, Sophie Turner. Yes. Let me just start by saying that her eyebrows mm-hmm. were. Everything. <laughs> she has amazing eyebrows. And I don't know. You have to like when you have to see when them they on the first big showed her. I literally said to him, "Oh my gosh, her eyebrows! Fuck everything else that was going on. <laughs> yeah. Her eyebrows." <laughs> 
her eyebrows. So were just... let me let me tell you. Speaking let me of tell someone you, who's got I, some great eyebrows, I'm looking at you, Cedro. Oh, well, thank the you. The way y'all talk about my They're eyelashes, natural. that's how her eyebrows <laughs> oh. looked in this movie. Her her eyebrows. Were... Let me see this shit. You see, I'm on, I'm I'm here for. I, I'm telling I you, while, you while you guys are looking this up, Ooh, let me tell you a quick background a nice, on Montego. Montego never talks about anyone's eyebrows yes, ever so <laughs> we're watching the movie and he leans over and says look at her eyebrows <laughs> her eyebrows were they they spoke to me and that was and then after the <laughs> and then after the movie her eyebrows were snatched as mm-hmm. as a man who has a lot of female friends and knowing the pains that a lot of you all go through and I mean I know people who draw theirs on mm-hmm. so I mean I know I'm people who tattooed theirs on <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg doesn't mm-hmm. have any yeah. so to understand I that it just I actually will have to say I appreciated what I saw and they were both they were symmetrical. Mm-hmm. It wasn't off. <laughs> it wasn't. This one was more. Her. I, it was like they transposed one on. Like it was. Yeah. They very her well eyebrows could have. Were, a lot of people do. It that. doesn't matter. They were. They were. They were flawless. I mean, flawless she a, victory. She has a very <laughs> symmetrical face. Yeah. And her eyebrows being. Yeah. As symmetrical as they were, like I, I understand completely what he was saying. Like, I, it was very. I'm well on cured. my uh, third location with my eyebrow lady. Nadia, because um, she moved again. Yeah, she yeah. keeps moving. God damn. But she's okay. worth it. So I'm just like, I, she's the only one I let touch my face anymore. Like, I'll just go without seeing her for months if I have to, because no one, and I'm just like, your, your schedule and my schedule don't match up. But when it's there, it's magical and it's beautiful. <laughs> so I'm in love with Well, you. those nerds who are listening have heard it from me, from Montego. She gets five eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> So with ding, that, ding, with ding, that being ding, said, ding. we also saw Aladdin, which I didn't fall asleep, and I actually ended up downloading some of the songs when we got out of the movie because I actually really did appreciate the updated songs. And I'm not like a Will Smith hater, like a lot of people seem to be. So I thought he actually did a pretty good job in this role, like he wasn't trying to be Robin Williams, which I appreciated. And he brought his own flair to it. He was Will Smith and it worked for that role. So, you know, I I was entertained. Um, And with that, we were talking about also appreciating the, the fact that it was a cast that was actually cast correctly. Like, you didn't have Jasmine be Penelope Cruz. <laughs> and that's why we were laughing. <laughs> or <at that>. Caucasian. <laughs> or right. Elizabeth okay. Olsen. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was actually a, a Middle Eastern. Like most of the people in there seem to be cast correctly. So I personally, I know my, to, my, to the left of me didn't care. Mm. She didn't care for it. But Hold on, I'm finishing my Oreo. <laughs> is that, that correct? Casting is kind of from terms of PR now is almost has gotten to the point where you better correctly cast it or you will get lit the fuck up. I mean, and Disney's been doing a pretty they have great job. My point being is they have well they do. There are plenty of other studios that that still don't, and that's why they're not getting the success. They don't get right. I think Disney feels like they have a commitment to at this point, just because. Well, I had my thoughts on the casting as well. I thought. The lead roles were cast just fine. But from my recollection, 
in the cartoon. Not that this has to be like the cartoon, but it was. But if you're bringing up the cartoon, you're saying it does have to be no, like the I'm cartoon. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But that's but that's exactly no, what you're saying. No, 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 no. Okay. I am simply pointing out <laughs> that it's not that like the cartoon. In the cartoon. Well, I'm sorry. They pretty much stuck to the cartoon for they, the they most did. part. They did. But like in the cartoon, from my recollection, there were only brown people there. Where did we come with this handmaid and this prince who were not brown? So the handmaid. Oh, was wait, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Where did they come from? <laughs> so Nassim Pedrad is the handmaid. She used to be a cast member on SNL for like five seasons. Mm-hmm. She, she's actually Iranian. She was born in Iran. She's Caucasian passing. You know what I mean. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but people in that, uh, people on, on that side of the world aren't nearly as brown oh, I get that. ubiquitously as we want. I'm talking about the fact that in the cartoon, it was fine that there were no people who were Caucasian passing, but somehow in the live action, now we must inject people who are Caucasian or Caucasian passing. I mean, but I think if you look at that, if you, if you begin to look at that side of the world, though, a lot of them are Caucasian passing. A lot of them are also darker than brown. I don't uh, know that there's we saw a lot a of them that are that not. There. But there were there's a whole lot of them that are not. I mean, India I like is how many billion is people. a billion people. They're all not dark brown. No, there's they're some not. who are I'm my complexion saying, and lighter than me. I'm simply making an observation in a different. Okay, so I don't want to get hung up there because again, <laughs> she she clearly had a problem that a it wasn't it wasn't the cartoon. But she bought it up. Neither here nor there. That's fine. We'll revisit this. From that spun out of, we started talking about recasting movies with people of color. (laughs) So that's where Penelope Cruz came from. We were just being funny. And I was like, oh, Jasmine, Penelope Cruz. And Cedro laughed and was like, oh, my gosh, you went the other direction with that. (laughs) So... I was like, well, what if we did Game of Thrones? I'm not looking at rewriting. I'm not looking at changing any of the script or changing anything. I'm just saying if we recasted the characters that we all enjoyed all with bl- people all- of color okay. and then the peop- the characters that were people of color, we reversed that and went the other way with it and they would be white or other or however you choose to look at it. So in sort of sitting down and playing with this, I... I came up with a preliminary list. Oh, <laughs> excellent. A list, Please, y'all. Oh, he's started. got his book. Well, I had to make a list because when we were having the conversation, it was really funny and really good. And then when I started bringing it up to other people, such as Sosa and some of the people I work with, and they had ideas, and I was like, oh, well, we should just create a list and see where it goes. It's just something fun. And then I was like, well, you know, we could kind of do this on the podcast every now and again, take movies that we've enjoyed that were, you know, and recast them. Mm-hmm. So to start with, for Ned, <laughs> I had Denzel Washington. <clears throat> I mean, okay. he's only Fair there enough. for one season right. and, and it's Denzel. So you kind of, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Because they it's- surely pulled, um, oh, and his name escapes me. Uh, the guy yeah, Sean Bean, played. right? Sean Bean. And, they definitely and, put him in there to pull people for that and, first season. And, and Denzel would have. <laughs> Denzel was only going to commit to one season. He was on, right, one yeah, season. I don't do. I don't do I don't, sequels. No, yeah, uh-huh. I, don't do I have other things I'm working on. Uh-huh. For Daenerys, 
<laughs> I had Beyonce. Understanding she's not an actress, but come on now. The mother of dragons. Dracars. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and, I, and, and for Daenerys, I said uh, Zoe Saldana. Uh, he, yes, he did say Zoe. So, I mean, again, we, we could go a few ways with this. We're not married to anything. We're just, these are actors and actresses of color that we could see being in these you know these roles i just want you to go in order because i don't want to skip over uh, oh don't worry i have notes yeah, so okay. i'll definitely go back I, right now i'm kind of pulling some of the main ones mm-hmm. uh cersei so for me it was gabrielle union but someone else said Nia Long. i'm fighting the urge to put tiffany pollard in this position as Cer- as cersei yeah. I cannot okay. stand you right now. <laughs> I cannot stand you for that recommendation. I'm going to take notes. <laughs> because. But she would make a good Cersei. Thank you. Like sipping wine and being shady mm-hmm. and being Smoking dumb. Smoking cigarette. Yeah. And like brushing her hair with that cigarette in between mm-hmm. it. Like just kind of like. Wait, like, they're smoking cigarettes now? No. In this new version of Game of Thrones? No, but she's kind of known for. um smoking nothing no nothing is nothing changing. changing this is important i'm not changing anything changing. but right. the character but i'm right. saying like, like tiffany, pollard, the tiffany pollard is naturally shady yeah she is so i okay I'll, I'll, i will i will i will respect that i like i like gabrielle union okay i think i'm the person that said Neil i Long believe you are gabrielle union was fine and i also said taraji p henson could do cersei yes you did say that <laughs> Montego's writing these new ones. <laughs> well, He's well, amending his notes. I had chosen Taraji to play Caitlin, the mother, mm-hmm. Ned's wife. But then one of my coworkers suggested Viola Davis. But then they also said that she could also play Cersei, considering the facial expression yeah, that expressions. she has during How to Get Away with Murder and how mm-hmm. they could see that that would fit into Ooh, that. I have a better one for uh, Viola Davis. Who? The Sand Queen. The who? the uh the sand snakes the martells the martells the martells oh. okay. sorry the martells okay sorry. no I'm do you know what she's talking about? my brain was sorry the martells really fast to try house martell oh now match. I understand what you mean yeah. by the snake people you're yeah. talking about the sigil okay yeah the sand sand snake people uh-huh. um. Who are we doing? <laughs> well, since she brought them up, I was saying um, I was going to jump and say for Lady Tyrell, I would choose Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> tell Cersei, tell that bitch it was me <laughs> as she <laughs> sips the poison. Yeah, that's her. not how she would say it. Tell that bitch it was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, something like that. Can we pull someone up from the dead? Oh, sure. Yes, no, we could dead or alive. I was going to say, actually, Eartha Kitt as Lady <laughs> Yes, Tarot. Eartha Kitt could play a lot of people oh, yeah. on that show. But though. specifically... Yes, yes, it was me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you don't have any bad you, But you also know that Cicely would... Cicely Tyson would... Yeah. Mm. Yes. I like that, too. She would kill that. Yeah, like, this is... <laughs> There's so like, many people yeah. that would just... Yeah. Can I do a quick sidebar and just say that... I'm very afraid for Cicely Tyson in much the same way I'm afraid for Ruth Bader Ginsburg because it's like the years keep creeping up and these ladies are just still here and they're still here and, you know, time runs out after a period of time. Yeah. 
I'm afraid for Cicely Tyson and Betty White and RGB. Just saying. Because she's like 90-something. For Brienne of Tarth, I immediately had Leslie Jones. Like, that was just the first person (laughs) that came to mind for me. I I don't think you can go wrong with that pick. (laughs) I, I mean... Grace Jones. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Cool. The big woman. (laughs) (laughs) For Varys, I had Anthony Anderson. I think it's an Angie. I'm going to make an amateur pick of Magic Johnson's son, EJ. I'm lo- I'm okay. there's there's one character that I'm really looking forward to hearing who you thought of and that's Sosa's favorite character in the Game of Thrones. Samuel Tom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, I was Samuel sort of Tommy. hung up on that one. We hadn't got to him yet. I oh, sort of going down the list hmm. of Let me do some thinking. For Sansa, <laughs> uh Cedro said Yara Shahidi. Mhm. Yes, I agree with that. And for Arya, I had, uh, how do you say, Marseille Martin, mm-hmm. the little girl who plays the sister mm-hmm. on Crunch, Diane. Yeah. Charles. Charles. <laughs> Diane. Diane. <laughs> I'm going to replace uh, Sansa Sophie Turner with Rihanna. Oh, yes. Yes. I can see that. And then Arya. Hmm. Give me a second on Arya. Who was who was what's what's the dude's name who played Carlton on um Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Alfonso, Alfonso Ribeiro. He can play Samuel Tarley. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept that. Yeah, he can play Samuel Tarley. He's a good actor. He is. He's a really good actor, so I think he... <laughs> Where does Cuba Gooding Jr. fit in? To oh, God. <laughs> you know Cuba must be a part of everything. Right, you gotta be there. Tormund. And Forrest Whitaker. The he man can, with the best be stuff. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker is the hound. I was actually going to say Forrest Whitaker was the, the king at the Red Wedding. Oh, that's just awful. That's a horrible <laughs> thing to say. Cuba could be Euron. Great job. <laughs> yes, he could. Mm-hmm. You're on. Yes, he could. See, we got a place for you, Cubes. <clears throat> Have we even talked about Tyrion? No, and I couldn't really what think of name? any little I, people. The little guy from well, Bad we, necessarily Santa. necessarily doesn't have to be I little. I know. We, we decided they would get the Lord of the Rings treatment and mm-hmm. be shrunk, but... So, <laughs> if it's not limited to just... Black people. I was thinking Luis Guzman. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody's seen the movie Waiting. No. Um, he's been in a with, lot of uh, things. With what's his face? Oh, that Pachanga. That's Pachanga oh, from Carlito's yeah. Way. That's my man. I was going to go with an Pro- actual yeah. little person and say Cat Williams, but I feel like Pachanga <laughs> is a much better... Or uh, Kevin Hart. If, Ka- if Cat Williams was up there doing those monologues, oh my God, those monologues from the last episode <laughs> being spoken by Cat Williams. I'm just imagining that. Wow. The, the monologue at the... Oh my God. That would... Oh. I'm mad that you called Cat Williams a little person. I had He'd Jamie Foxx's little finger. Hmm. 
Who? But somebody said that he would actually be a that he would actually be Jamie. Who? Who? Are you yeah. Talking? Who are you talking about? Littlefinger. Littlefinger. Who did you say? I said Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox. Oh. Okay. See, I was going to put Idris Elba in his little finger. <laughs> Idris Elba can't be little finger. Why couldn't he be little because finger? Because it's Idris Elba. And? Who's who? My soon-to-be husband Girl, will he... not be little finger. <laughs> and his roommate? And not accept such a Idris small role. Your soon-to-be husband and his Jamie roommate? Uh, that ain't going to last. Or maybe we have to bump Cuba name. out. Maybe Idris needs to be your own. Because I feel like that kind of rugged, seaworthy, maybe half pirate. Who's, who's Bran? Right, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, Jaden Smith. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. Good. yes, that was that's that a good one. one. That, yes. that's, that's a real good yeah. one. Okay, so then that. Willis Smith as Arya. That's a good one. Like, couldn't you just imagine him sitting there in a fur? With right. his hands crossed over <laughs> right. his lap, yeah, right. just yes. looking Making really that exact proud. Same, and, that exact could you not see Willow Smith petting a horse I'm after being asked so over? Who, who would be Jon Snow? Michael B. Jordan. No. <laughs> <laughs> the obvious no, choice. Michael B. The obvious choice. Yep. I'll take that. <laughs> he could also be Rob, too. I'll get. I'll take him as Rob because he'll die in the red wedding. Die in the red wedding. No, don't change it for her. I'm not. I'm just. She's just saying things. Did we talk about Jamie Lannister? No. You keep trying to, and no one wants to talk about Jamie. Why? (laughs) Terrence Howard. (laughs) Yes. 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 Write it down. Yes. That's perfect. I can't. That's absolutely perfect. Jamie Lannister with that like half crying, that like half crying thing that he does, where mm -hmm. he looks like he's about to cry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who would be Joffrey? Oh. Ooh, ooh, that was your word right here. This is so sad that I don't know any young black actors. The kid from Blackish who plays the brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he could Wait, be which brother? The older the, brother. The older brother. Junior. The kind of yeah. junior. No, yeah, he, he pulled. Yeah, yeah. He, he has that. He has a cocky look. Yeah, you can pull that off. He has a Drake look about mm-hmm. him. So. <laughs> So, you know. Drake. That being that yeah, said. But, wait, should should we make Joffrey light skin? Drake, Drake. Just for <laughs> <laughs> Should we make Joffrey light light skin though? Like she, the, his the, light the, skin the, privilege. Right, right. <laughs> just to piss just to make everyone feel good when he, when she, he, he would he would have Ed Sheeran's Sharon's role. Place, Drake yeah. would be the guy that Ed Sheeran played yeah. for that one episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so are we almost done with the list? Pretty much. So who would play Grey Grey Worm? Because then we have to cast a white person. So for Melisandre, Melisande, I chose Elizabeth Olsen. Who is Scarlet this Elizabeth Witch. Olsen person? Okay. The Olsen sister. The, the one that oh, actually acts. Oh, the other one. <laughs> the one that actually acts? Kara <laughs> Devine. Okay. Ooh. The model. She was in uh, Valerian. She was the female. No, oh, okay. I'll give Valerian. you that. I'll give you that. I'll call you that. I'll give you that. Cara Delevingne. Cara Delevingne, yeah. Oh, I haven't something. ever called her her proper name. Mm. Cara Delevingne. She's a great model. I'm sorry. She she's is. a great she's model. Beautiful. So her as... Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I, can do I would experiment with her. Right? She'd catch a finger. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, oh. A little finger? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> Ayo. And the, did you see Elizabeth Olsen? 
I, I know who that is. Yeah. Now, wasn't there a black pirate in there yes. somewhere? Like there, a random black pirate? Yes, he was. Didn't he leave? He left. He like he was. This shit. He was what black people want black people to be in scary yeah. movies. Like the like one just who leaves. He was like all this white fuckery. I'm, I'm out. out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go back to being a pirate because that's safer. Oh, the the uh, progressive insurance guy. Like that. Oh, he, the deep voice dude the deep that's voice on. Uh, dude. Uh, what is his name? The fuck is this? You're name? in all good state with all. You're, you're in good, good hands, hands with, with all state. state. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I just don't know his name. I know where Idris Elba needs to be. <sighs> he needs to be Jora Marmont. That's who Idris Elba needs to be. But then he's in love with Daenerys. I don't and not care. You, so I don't care. Again. I don't care. He can be love lorn and fight for his woman. That's where he needs to be. So at any rate, that's that's how this would work out. <laughs> and that's what we came up with. So feel free to make your own lists. And Black Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dennis Haysbert. Yeah. That's his name? He'd be the pirate that left smartly. Yes. <laughs> yes. The president in twenty four. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, he was on a show yeah. and you played a big He's thing. like, you he know what? I don't have time for this. Right. I gotta go. Gots to go. So speaking of uh diversity and casting, didn't you want to talk about diversity? I mean, we I've just noticed that it's been everywhere. I mean, we watched wrestling. WWE did a, a super show at Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. And I think the first thing that was interesting was at first it seemed like there were no women in the audience. <laughs> it looked like it was all men, but as you got closer and every now and again when they did like shots of the the um the crowd or little interviews with them, you th- there were women there and they weren't all dressed like covered. Um but the women performers still aren't allowed to perform. Um, in the country yet so uh and they had like this battle royal that they labeled as the largest which is 50 guys in a ring and you throw each other over the top rope and the last one in wins and what was interesting is they actually had a guy who was from saudi arabia win and cedro commented (laughs) that it was making him tear up and i i think at that point i had already cried a little bit because it just seeing the representation Mm -hmm. in that manner and what it, it was it, it was it was a beautiful thing to see and what it meant for them because i mean like we all know how at this point in our lives how how professional wrestling goes right so for them to do that and to see the crowd reaction where there were literal there were little children adult women adult men literally weeping to see someone that looked like them be a champion in that form what was the um? It was like it was just the, you said the fifty the one the battle yeah. royal. It was well, it was a battle royal. So to win that at the end, and so as soon as he like when he wins, you know they do the the after presser thing where right, they ask right. you. And so <laughs> I went to take off. I was like, you better immediately start speaking in whatever language <laughs> they speak yeah, over right, there. Right, right. Just it, like don't don't, don't go to start. English. And I mean, he did something at the end of his speech. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he like shout, shouted out Jeddah, the area. Um, he did a little more than that. I mean, he, I mean, he definitely said more because it, it's, <laughs> it started feeling from like a, 
xenophobic American perspective. Because the racist in me definitely heard death <laughs> to the infidel like a couple times. So uh, I don't know, but uh, aside of that, aside, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> wonderful. In me, the kid in me loves the sugary <laughs> side. The racist in me heard death to America. The racist in me heard death to the infidels. No, I'm joking. Like, I, I did hear that, but it was more of a funny thing, and yeah. I knew I had to say that. I mean, right. like, but like what Cedro said, it 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 was it was good to see, considering again, most of the time you see the white savior, and to see one that type of representation in America, it, these were people. Now, granted, the races don't seem to want to separate <laughs> that Saudis are. Islamics too mm-hmm. so, but for whatever reason they seem to see a difference so the fact that that's broadcast in America in that way that they would have him win I just that was just cool to see Saudi Arabia has far too much business for us to be oh, yeah. singling them out as I mean I, I agree people. with that I know I'm just saying no that's th- never that's, but I'm just saying we let right their now. crown prince kill one of our citizens and we didn't and do we a didn't fucking do thing about, about it, it. <laughs> So, like, that shows you how much power they have. And we went to see the movie Ma. Oh, my God. You saw Ma? How was it? Starring Oscar award winner Octavia Spencer. Should I spoiler alert this? Or will you not? Is it a? I don't know. I feel like at this time, if you either will have seen it or you want to see it. It was a good. So, a horror movie. It was a horror movie starring a black woman, which, again, is different. Because you don't typically get that. And I will say that throughout the course of the movie, there were a few times where they broke the wall down and, and referenced like, oh, as a black person, you either you're either the first to die or whatever. Right. And they said that with this role, when she was approached by the director, um, at first she said no. And some people talked to her and told her that she should think about it because, you know this is kind of a big deal. And she said, you know, black people always die first. And they were like, but you'll be the killer. And she was like, I'll do it. So <laughs> has there been another one where the bl- candy was candy man where the bl- candy man was, but that's that was the like only the one 90s. I can think of. Right. Yeah. That was, but early, that's the only one where the black, early 90s. where there is a black killer, the, the killer, the threat, the threat in the movie is a, is black. I think that's the only one. I'll have to watch that. And I mean, in the, no, you can't watch candy. Man. Why? It's a horror film. It's a horror movie. You don't watch horror movies. I've watched The Walking Dead. After The Walking Dead, there's nothing scary. (laughs) Oh, is that how we're playing it now? That's how I feel, except for The Exorcist. Okay. Never The Exorcist. We're going to plan this out because I want to be there when she watches Candyman. (laughs) (laughs) So I I vividly remember Candyman with the bees. You're not going to enjoy that. No, you're not. So, I'm again... See, and Octavia Spencer is already kind of a funny-looking woman, so, like, her facial expressions and everything she does just added to it. I mean, I will say that she wasn't necessarily, like, this crazy, no no feelings, just killing people. I mean... You mean a psychopath? Is she a psychopath in the movie? Is she considered a psychopath, Cedra? No empathy for others? Well... That's a little more of a sociopath. A psychopath doesn't have to necessarily be devoid of the the empathy. But like I could say that she's a psychopath in it. She's not necessarily a sociopath. Okay, she's a psychopath, but she has feelings. And I mean, <laughs> she kind of does what she does. <laughs> but that's the definition. That's the, she yeah. does what she does because 
of the humiliation she suffered as as a as a child mm-hmm. by the, at the hands of other quote unquote children. And I mean, I thought that they talk about they kind of bring it up. That's her it, origin story, basically. That was sort of an interesting take. Like it wasn't that she was just crazy going around slaughtering people. It was this woman was emotionally she was hurt to the core, didn't know how to deal with it, and it manifested itself in other ways. Huh. And the people, the kids that you see in the commercial that she ends up sort of <laughs> doing things to, they were the kids of the people who would have been in high school with her who basically humiliated her. And that's kind of how it all comes together. I love this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see it. Maybe next time. I'm sure it'll be on, it'll be on Redbox soon. It, yeah. It's worth seeing because it's yeah. not scary. It's just right. It's di- it's like- just disturbing. It's like in the vein of it's in the vein of like an us or yeah. Um, us was very disturbing. Get out! Like you're not going to it to be scared, but the horror aspect of it is the who uh, who directs the movie? Is that movie? Did that movie come out of um, the no, same it's people? Not the Jordan. It's not a Jordan Pill movie huh. but aren't there were there people that were involved in that movie? i believe i swear, so. I believe that, so. I swear it's like from the create or it writers or creators probably. or something it, it has some, like it has some of the same people yeah. involved but it's not but it's like not the, the main yeah. right it's not jordan peele and while going to see this movie <laughs> there were people who bought children which again was Aww. kind of odd like why would you bring your child to see this movie and Behind us, there was a group of young people, <clears throat> and <laughs> the amount of noises and just noise at one point, I could feel my partner's <laughs> body tense up. I was like, oh, he's going to say something to them. And because I figured he was going to end up saying something, I started like in my head formulating how am I going to grab this guy behind me and throw him into the wall? <laughs> because the moment that Cedro asked him to be quiet, these these young ladies are going to, they're going to say something back and mm-hmm. it's just not going to be pretty. Mm. And there's at least one guy. So, you know, how can I grab this man and toss him? <laughs> like, I, I, I thought that for, I thought about that for about 15 minutes. It was kind of like superhero-ish. Like, yeah, I'm going to throw him into the screen. He probably wouldn't have gone that far, but... Yeah. Damn. I like those little fantasies, though. They <laughs> make you feel really good. Yeah, it was private. Uh, it was a little fantasy. annoying because yeah. I was trying to enjoy the movie. Yeah. Between the the mouth noises from eating whatever they were eating and every now and again having your seat bumped. and I mean, Cedra didn't say anything. He didn't have to turn around. and Okay. And because for being loud people, they behave themselves. Uh, they weren't loud and like dickish. They no, they were one of those obnoxious. They, they, they were, were the, just loud. They were those people that you dread during the previews and before the movie started. But when mm. the movie started, okay, they did tone it like ninety percent down. But that ten percent was focused into the parts where like the audience is supposed to react. I guess got it. So it wasn't terrible, nearly as horrible as I thought it was going to be. But. She had one more time to kick the back of my seat. There we go. And there it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm just glad she didn't. I'm glad she didn't. Because I think she I walked right up guy. to the line, yeah. and then she, she was like, "And 
fall back. Right. <laughs> like it might have been, there was a mass beating today <laughs> at the AMC. And- if you, yeah, that that would be us. Yeah. That would have been us. Oh, I would have automatically assumed. Like You would have assumed yes, that would have been me? Yes. Beating at me? AMC. I don't know. Just the frequency at which you're at the theater makes you a likely candidate. <laughs> That's you what I'm saying. Of it, you might have just been there to see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. From that perspective. Yeah. If I were there, you all would have known. If something happens at an AMC, the first person I'd call is him. Like, yeah. Were you there? Did you guys happen to be there? Did you see what happened? Yo, so what's good? Because <laughs> there's like a one in four chance you were. Yeah. Like, See, Better chances than anybody else here. Y'all see a lot of movies. Y'all see a lot. We also saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. <laughs> 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 These, this is what you do when you have when you're a platinum member. <laughs> when you are an A-lister. Yes. That was very entertaining. A-list. Man. And we saw it in Dolby, right? So it was... Of course. Or was it IMAX? Dolby. That Dolby. one was Dolby. That was Dolby. Right. Amazing. Uh, Dolby is amazing. The movie was really good. I was it was great. I, I was entertained. I think if you enjoy Godzilla or any of the kaiju that Godzilla fights, um, you'll really enjoy this movie. It was well done. The special effects were great. It also had representation. I don't remember her name, but the um, the black woman from the show nine one one. Trying to think. Nancy Nash, Henrietta. Oh no, her name is Henrietta on the show. That's not. <laughs> Nisi Nash? I will I will find her. No, it is not Reno 911. No, there's a show called 911. There's a show called 911 on Fox. Yeah, not Reno 911. Oh. It's also about humans. It's also about humans destroying the planet. That was like the overall message in the movie. Wait, and Godzilla? So Godzilla was the punishment? Godzilla. No, Godzilla is... The cause? The protector savior. Were the reason, lizards well represented? The reason that they, they're they saying that the reasons that the titans being the kaiju, monsters, whatever, are waking up is because of humanity's irresponsible nature of living in the world the way we have and how we've ruined it. And ice Do you hear that? Climate, deni- and climate change deniers. Godzilla. Climate changing and all of that stuff. And this is what forces the monsters to wake up. And basically natural selection must correct the course that it's gone. And that's to wipe out the, most of the population. They're, they're yeah. the, they're the soft reboot of the earth. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. Soft reboot of the earth. Okay. I mean, something's going to be the soft reboot of the you earth. Can't it really, might as well be a giant lizard. You can't really defragment an earth, so you kind of just have to... Right. The hard reboot. But it, it wasn't just uh, Pretty <laughs> much a... <laughs> a complete yeah, Galaxy obliteration. Well, uh, 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 a uh, pulsar hitting us would basically just... Okay. What's the word I'm looking... Sterilize the earth completely okay. and start completely anew. Because with okay. theirs, with theirs, the, the, um, the kaiju... Uh, that would be a hard release, reboot. They so release sure. a radiation that promotes life to grow. Okay. So a hard reboot would be more like extinction level event where everything dies and you'd have to start literally from scratch. Like life would have to be created right. again and then start from that like yes, a sterilization. <laughs> yes. When One I cell. think of the term extinction level event, sadly, I don't think science. I think Busta Rhymes album. <laughs> I'm sorry. But her name is Aisha Hines. This is that's the black lady who played this lieutenant in the movie. Okay, okay. Very, very feet. Very much featured. uh, Wasn't she in uh, Widows? Wasn't that her? 
I didn't see that one, unfortunately. No. Okay. We haven't seen uh-huh. that one yet. My bad. So if you are a fan of Godzilla. 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 Um, it's worth a see because you definitely get to see a lot of classic monsters. And King Ghidorah is the big baddie. And Godzilla really I thought is it was kinda, King Ghidra. Isn't it Ghidorah? It depends on where uh, you're from and how you want to say it, I guess. Oh. Uh, because it's not like you're saying a different word. You're just saying it right. at different speeds with different inflection. <laughs> well, what is anyway. it? Gidra. I thought Gidora, it was King Gidra. Gidra. That's the way like, I always heard it. Is that the another Gidora. monster? Is that another monster? Yes, yes. It's the three-headed one. Yeah. Oh. Con, one of Kong's, With wings. I mean, one of his nemesis. And a But he's not tail. from a... He's not from Earth. He's actually from some other planet. Are there lots of really good scenes of civilians running in panic? Uh, yeah. There are. <laughs> Those are always like the things I remember from the original Godzilla movies. When Rodan flies around and starts to is burn the people running? Out. People the are streets. running. Oh yeah, and getting They've sucked got, into the air. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they have some lots more. Than they definitely running. have some classic moments. Oh, and um, for anyone listening, if you're afraid of spoilers, uh, congratulations. The title of the movie is already the spoiler. And if you didn't figure that out by now, then the, <laughs> I mean the movie is the, called Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and the whole premise is a battle royale between. <laughs> Godzilla and the rest of the kaiju in the Godzilla franchise fighting it out to figure out who's going to win. So if you didn't figure out that the title was already the spoiler, then. And if you've been to the movies, you saw you saw the five minute trailer that they decided they wanted to release prior to the movie being released. So you, yeah, mm, you're, yeah, okay. just go enjoy. This podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. So after we referenced those stupid ass scooters the last time on the podcast, mm. we have seen those fucking scooters. Yeah, they've exploded even everywhere. more now, haven't they? Oh, there's like of them twelve of them always on that corner down the street from our job. I don't know. You don't go out that way because you don't go that way home. I've seen a couple sitting at the front door of our job. I so. dodge. I have to dodge them constantly. And worse are the people who are riding them that I have to dodge because they are the worst. I saw this guy in full on workout gear. Like he was like he was supposed to be jogging, but he was riding a fucking scooter. My my boss uh, and his his husband. And if you've seen my boss, this is very tall, blonde rolling down the street in a scooter just the most hilarious thing i think i've ever seen i'm just incredibly uncomfortable being in a snowboard-esque situation (laughs) around cars and other things like it's just i come across people riding them in the streets with traffic they're not wearing helmets and those things have a top speed of like eight miles an hour and if you're driving a car and the mobility sucks and the mobility is terrible and most of the people (laughs) who are renting them are novices they're not people who've been riding that they're they're, oh let's get this Hmm. (laughs) the disgust I mean, they're all over the the, be, um, the bike be, trail from my on my route home. They're, they're ever, they are strewn about. They're, they're just like like people left their their rubbish on the fucking side of the road. <laughs> That's the way they just. Hmm. Oh well. I mean, they're solar powered, right? 
No. People have to pick them up. They have trackers on them. People pick them up, are paid to pick them up in vans and charge them in their houses and then drop them off and leave them places. Oh. (laughs) They have to be recharged. That seems a little... That's why Jerry rigged. <laughs> but the problem is that's why they get left everywhere because the batteries run out. And then once the battery runs out, you just turn it off and you just they people just throw it to the side. Because we had one sitting in front of the front door one morning. Yeah. We've like, had three or four sitting Yeah, but I don't it's not like we <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just odd. Veronica went out Veronica went out and moved them. Did, was that uh-huh. you or was that Nikki? We went out Nikki. and moved them down to the corner because they yeah, were right out in front of the door. Like you opened the door, it was like what what are these doing here? Because if it was me, I would have just put it into our garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I've considered throwing them over the, into the Potomac River when they're on the bridge. Because anytime you go over the bike path on the bridge, you'll come across four or five of them, minimum, that are just laying on the, on the bridge. It's a and you public gotta, hazard. Right. So I've thought about tossing them in the water, but that's... that's Whatever. That's not green. Whatever. It would be vandalism. Lithium ion battery would be tossed in the water. <laughs> it totally revolutionizes the way pedestrians are hit by cars. <laughs> It's the first stage of humanity's melding with machine. I guess. This is stage one. The temporary like, oh, there's this thing on the corner and I have to go over there. (laughs) I'm over there now. What's that saying? I, for one, welcome our new android overlords. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, I mean, I think it's the natural way. It's humans evolution. If played out leads to AI. I mean, we we've run out of we've run out of more logical things to just cast aside and throw away or discard like now we've moved on to scooters and bikes yeah like we just Mm -hmm. like a coke can or like a plastic bottle you see just strewn on the floor like it's it's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) the only way for us to progress as a species is to make a better version of ourselves and the only way to do that is to let natural selection yeah which we don't it does but that'll never happen anymore because we're too humane. So, are you saying that? Are you saying that we should kill the weak? No, is that? What, <laughs> I am not saying that we should kill anyone. Are you an I'm, ableist? Are you saying we should eradicate <laughs> the weak among us? I'm saying that our greatest flaw is our ability to basically circumvent the natural process. Yes, of you, things I, I agree being with that. Weeded out. I too have had these thoughts. By circumventing natural selection, we have allowed much fuckery to persist. That would not have had we been living on the open in the open Sahara. This is true. The, yes. So, <laughs> which, uh, sorry, but you know what? All right. Just quick note to interject. So, people, what are people who are handicapped called now? What is the word? Because I handy. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. Like I seriously don't want to use like if whatever words people. Thought it was disabled. Differently able. Differently able. Differently able. Okay. Because I feel like disabled was one of those ones where they didn't was okay. Oh, it's okay. But not anymore. It's kind of like calling someone an invalid now. It's like not. Right. Well, that word is just so charged. It's literally invalid. Right. In literally you're, invalid. You're an invalid you're person. You're an invalid person. Yeah. Invalid. No, I asked I asked because recently it different, so it is recently different. I I came across on two separate occasions two very two differently able people who are complete fucking assholes. And and I was in a situation where I didn't where basically I my natural response wasn't what it would have been had 
it been any of it had been a person a normally regularly abled person <laughs> had tr- said the things that they said and done the things that they'd done one was one was a dude on a bus and he he had, he was in a wheelchair and he had come from the the baseball game and he got on the bus in front of everybody and he never once said please or thank you or anything to ever it was just all just you know like i was waiting behind he's like don't worry sir i'm gonna turn around i'm like i'm just waiting for you (laughs) like he was so bitter and he was like somebody here needs to tell me how i get to the such and such hotel and so like me and this other gentleman kind of look at each other and we're both kind of like helping him we've kind of helped him move his chair and position and you know um okay well that hotel is over there what's my stop like, well, wow. can I see it from here? Can I see it from over here? Like, it, it, just total. And we, him and I kind of like exchanged a couple glances. Like, can you believe this motherfucker? Like, <laughs> like if somebody, but yet we tolerated it. And we, we even told him, hey, this is your stop for your hotel right here. Disabled and, privilege is a thing. So, and then another one in this one. I'm gonna try not to sound like an awful person by telling when I tell this story. Too late. <laughs> so so I'm walking down Route One and to go and I'm gonna cross the street to go to the Giant, which is directly across the street from here. In the middle of Route One at that portion, there is a bus lane with a bus stop with a curb that runs right down the middle of route one that the buses take. So you're literally, you literally, when you're walking down a sidewalk, you can walk, skip across the street of route one, providing there's no traffic coming, then walk on the, in the bus, you know, in the bus stop to walk further across the street on the other side. No traffic was coming. The light was red. So I hopped across the street and started walking on a bus stop. And there was a lady who was coming towards me in a wheelchair and she started screaming at me but it wasn't in any coherent language. <laughs> so she was like, and I'm like, like walking down the street, like what, what the, f- what's going on? Like, is she okay? And she's pointing at me and she's flicking me off. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, like, so the only thing that in my mind, I'm like, someone told this woman, whoever <laughs> takes care of her, like, you can't cross the street unless the fucking little fucking man pops up on the on the thing. And that's the only way. And so now she's like screaming at me because I crossed the street against what Lassie? Timmy right, right. And I'm trying Where's to decipher what she's. And finally, finally, she kept doing it as I'm walking and she's screaming at me. And finally, I just turn around and scream, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> fuck you. And I double flicked her off and I walked. And if anybody had walked by and just seen that part of the conversation or that part of the exchange, because it wasn't really a conversation. Yikes. But like, like what? Because what? Because what was I just tried to let it go? Like, I was like, I'm just going to keep. I just gave her kind of I shot her like a funny look and was like, I'm just going to. And what was her response to that? She just kept screaming. Oh. It didn't stop. <laughs> Sound like 
there was like a probably a developmental thing. That's there was like cerebral, no like cerebral yeah, palsy. It, or something. Definitely yeah. cerebral palsy or something developmental. That's fine. But it was a woman like my. You age. don't know her life. Right. Wait, you, you don't, don't know, know her, her life. life. <laughs> right. She might you not have been anything. She <laughs> might have been one of those people who was just out there acting that way because she could. You don't know. Yeah. Oh my god. The fact that she threw you the bird first. <laughs> you no, the then fact, he followed the it fact up that and when you walked past her, you gave her the, the double, double bird like, and yelled. I would be like, look at this white man. Right. See? That's how white people do. Right. That's, oh, that's, how just, white that's people, just how they be. That's white. just how they do. But the way I see it, nah. the way I no listen. <laughs> the way I see it is if we're truly going to treat people equally, then when you're a dick, you should be treated equally. I absolutely agree with that. And I think that someone would should respect the fact that, you know, you could be a. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you a pass. I'm not gonna give you a pass when you act like. And a I know cunt. we've talked about this before because he's not the only person who's experienced that. Just being out and about, people. Just sometimes <laughs> there are individuals who are who who can't walk mm-hmm. and they're in their wheelchairs, motorized and all. And they want to be treated just like everybody else, and they get stuck on that little that little hump in the in the floor. But you're not supposed to help them right, because right. they've got this. Yeah. And how dare you? Well, I see you can't roll anywhere, and you've been going back and forth for the last thirty five seconds. <laughs> but forgive me for trying to be a decent human being <laughs> and wanting to help you, you out. A I'm push. so sorry. Just for that. a little push. I'm so sorry. <laughs> forgive me. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> This Working at the video me. store, yeah. This, this, this reminds real me, left. Yeah. yeah, it did real quick. It reminds <laughs> me the time I almost cussed out a blind man <laughs> because he almost bumped into me and Let I didn't it out. see oh, the stick. Let it out! I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see the stick. I swear to God, I didn't see the stick. And we had conversations about how to move. You know she don't move, right? She don't, she don't move. So she don't move for blind, deaf, or otherwise. And then some said, "Look down." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, so I quickly moved to the side because <laughs> he was about to hit my chins with it. <laughs> but I had my mouth fixed. Like you can't fucking see me. What are you blind? Oh, oh no, you, oh you are no, blind. You see me. Oh, I'm sorry. You are. Blind. Oh, that was gonna be so bad. I would have felt awful. What are you fucking blind? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I yes, am. I am. As a matter of fact, ma'am. I, well, watch where uh, you're going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you should know better. <laughs> Coming that all up in here, all so blind weird. and shit. And that was at work. Oh my god! Uh. This just this story gets worse. You might want to start keeping this. <laughs> yeah, but I just wanted to share that because that's like that. W- I felt conflicted because I'm like I'm not treating. Uh, if I'm going to truly treat these people equally as the way they want, they've said they wanted to be treated. That in situations when they're being can- cantankerous or fucking just assholes, I going to I should react the way I would when anyone would. Be, it was behaving that way. Should I not? You should. So watch. We. I mean, I should have told that dude on a bus. Google that shit, motherfucker, because that's what I would have said. <laughs> to yeah, where's my stop? Where is that? Google it. It's called Google. That's what I should have said because that's what I would have said to somebody else. Like I'm not your fucking and Google. So why didn't you again? Because there was something inside of me, a little <laughs> voice that's told me. But you have to be. 
nice and respectful to this this man because he's handicapped and that you know what I'm saying? Like that thing that you're raised with that politeness, you know Don't with, stare. Don't right. That shit that I grew up with where it was like Is that the voice that you as a black woman have? Like I, like okay, you, so you Brock is like, oh no, I cuss a wheelchair motherfucker out all day. Okay, so <laughs> since we're sharing stories, <laughs> being cussing out, fucking assaulted by people. So, <laughs> right back home in Colorado, I had to take the bus everywhere, and I there was this there was this this there was this boy in a wheelchair who was like. 17, 18 years old. And he would do these things where he would like just roll up to like a group of girls and he would just stare at you. <laughs> like very <laughs> passive aggressively until like what somebody felt like bad enough to be like, hi. And then he'd be like, will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> just like that. So he had already learned how to, yeah, how to, how manipulate, to manipulate people. Yeah, with his, yeah. Yeah. And so he, I, I had just seen a whole school year of him doing this. And so it's like spring and I'm out with my dad and we're like, Going to Veronica Walmart. had enough. <laughs> the, the spring that Veronica had I'm enough. Very afraid of what's going to so, happen next. Not what you. Where you're with your dad, <laughs> so he doesn't know the backstory. No, okay, that's he makes this better. Go oh, ahead. God. So I'm standing there, and we're like getting on the bus to go to Walmart, and he's like. Uh, rolled up to me and I wouldn't turn like he he is he is right here on my left hand side like he is like as far as Montego is for me and I'm just like staring full like at my dad and, and he's like talking to me but like the bus engine's going close by so there's fumes and bus background and people and so like I'm so trying to pretend like you have I an excuse that him. you didn't hear him quote unquote. so then my dad looks at me he goes don't you hear him talking <laughs> 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 and I just looked at my dad and I was so <laughs> you motherfucker yeah and I was just like yeah I do. <laughs> and he was like, well, aren't you going to speak back? And I was like, no, I'm not. And he just looked at me like, what the, what the hell is going on with my crazy daughter? And I just got on the bus and I, and I told my dad what he would do all the time. And he goes, oh, well, he's just a dick. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just left it at that. But there you go. it was <laughs> just, I just couldn't. Rule one of ignoring someone in public. Make sure the people you're with understand Same. the context because right, right. we all have to ignore yeah, this person. Right. Yeah. You can't not ignore <laughs> right. him and then yeah. I you, right you, know. You don't hear him talking to you? <laughs> like, yeah, and right, I, right. my dad but my dad said that like 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 that. You see this brother in a wheelchair talking to you like that's how my dad was saying. Show some respect. In it. There's be, a man, be, a, there's be, man be in a woman of God and, and right. speak to the young man. <laughs> he is clearly to to you. he has had a hard life and then you're like dad every time he talks to you. Daddy's a dick. Oh. Forget him. So, you know. Can I get your number? Yeah, yeah. Can you give me the digits that can I, can input I, it telephonically? Give yeah, me you. Yeah, he was, I mean, he can had I a cell phone number? hanging on a little thing, and he just, he. <laughs> There's a dude in our neighborhood. <laughs> Hold on. There's a dude in our neighborhood Hold who on, has wait. his shit tricked out with speakers and yeah, shit and be rolling around. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> he had his cell phone on the little <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, I'm so sorry for anybody out there who has a cell phone that's hanging on. The, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my god. That that is a story I never oh, thought hilarious. I'd tell. <laughs> so I don't okay. feel so bad about almost bumping into that blonde. <laughs> <laughs> that you was an should. accident. You should. How Why? dare you? 
I didn't see the stick. I didn't see the stick. That's the name of that this segment. I didn't see the stick. Sucking on my titties like you want to be calling me all the time. Like Blondie, check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the beaches. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh? What? Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. What I would like to talk about today is um, Ava DuVernay's latest project, called When They See Us, which is a four-part, um, she didn't call it a mini-series. Limited a series. series. Yeah. That's what people are calling mini-series mm-hmm. now. Limited series on um, Netflix. And it follows the story of the Central Park Five, mm. who were the key suspects in the Central Park jogger case mm. of 1989 in New York City. Mm-hmm. So, I will start by saying I remember that case when it came out. Me too. I was nine years old at the time. Nine years and four months. And as a nine-year-old, I knew that shit didn't make any fucking sense when I heard it. Mm -hmm. And... I kept. I heard on the news like, "Oh, the Central Park Five. I remember the rhetoric rhetoric mm. that they used. They were monsters. They were marauders. They were rioting and looting into the night." And then when they showed them on television, I remember saying to my parents, "Like, but they're kids. That doesn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense to me when I was nine, and they were a couple of years older than me." And then that story obviously went away, like it did for many people. And then you would hear about it every now and again. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, there were five young men who were implicated in this rape of this woman in Central Park. Raymond Santana, Kevin Richardson, Antron McRae, Yusuf Salim, and Corey Wise. And they were between 14 and 16 years old at the time. There were initially eight suspects, but only five of them were convicted and the series follows the path from the the beginning of the day that all of this happened through their exoneration. Um, I think it was in two thousand and two. Was it really that long ago? I thought they got. Exo- I thought it was more recently that they got exonerated. They got a payout. They got a payout. Mm. Two thousand two. The charges were dropped because that's when um, the DNA the DNA came right. back. Two thousand fifteen. I want to say they got a pay out they got a payout once before but then they got another payout of like 3.9 million dollars mm-hmm. within the last couple of years from the state of new york i believe because it was the city of new york to pay them the 41 million dollars right right the state of new york i believe paid them 3.9 million dollars um for whatever the hell they like to call their wrongness mm-hmm. so it took me a long time to watch this now granted it came out may 31st what is today the 9th yeah, mm-hmm. it's the 9th of June. So, like, and I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I've seen all, yeah. But I also knew important. that it was going to be very difficult to watch because it's just so fucking triggering to watch. Like, people got up in arms about making a murderer. Like, that was all anyone talked about when making a murderer came on and how this was just so awful. It was a miscarriage of justice. Mm-hmm. The evidence was tampered, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, for the most part, from what we know that is true for that case. But this shit, this fucking shit here, this was some awful, horrible, 
disgusting shit. And it's starring Felicity Huffman. <laughs> yes, which is oh, wow. which as is ironic. Lead, as the lead detective. <laughs> as the lead detective with all that shit she's embroiled in. Hmm. Who plays Donald Trump? Donald Trump. They, they just, just take, take clips. Video. They take clips of um, actual interviews so that that's he did. One of the, yeah, that was one of the things I remember. See, I think what you said you were nine. That was nine. So that would have made me like 14. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I remember it vividly. Mm. Like, I remember it like, oh, my God, because the kids were my around mm. my age. So it was like, yeah. And I remember Donald Trump vividly. I remember hearing. How is it that I Donald remember Trump, that? But I don't remember. You know, I don't I don't personally remember Donald Trump. I remember hearing about that afterwards. But. Well, because around that time, he was um, beginning his um, bankruptcy tailspin. Oh, in the okay. late 80s is when he started. But he still had money to take out full page ads. Okay. Yeah, right. Whatever. Um, I will not give away too much because I've been told I shouldn't spoil alert for the two people who have started watching this also but didn't finish. I binged it in four hours because I knew if I left it, I wasn't going to come back to it because it was that triggering. Right. But it's just, it's maddening to me the way that police... And the justice system in this country target not just black and brown people, but poor people. And when I say poor, I don't mean like people who are in the projects. Fuck, if I get brought up on some criminal shit, I likely wouldn't be able to make bail right. my damn self. And I work. Yeah. <clears throat> I make decent money. Yeah. So I can only imagine people whose parents are making just minimum wage. Like there are people sitting in jail right now with $300 fucking bail and they can't, can't yeah. get the fuck out because nobody can scrounge that up. I know my family, anything probably under $10,000, I could probably get out. I'd have mm-hmm. to ask one uncle and really beg him, but he could make it happen. But there's like no way in hell that these kids had a chance for any sort of justice because the way that the story unfolds, there's the biggest fucking hole in this shit from the very beginning. And they just fill it up with so much bullshit, Bullshit. (laughs) like (laughs) mythical bullshit. Like I was in the park at eight, eight o'clock, but she didn't get raped until 10. So I've got to fill two hours of time where you had to still be in the park and you had to have done this. Like, it was five people, right, in an area, but one set of footprints in Mm -hmm. mud. No fucking way in the hell. Right, right. I mean, even outside of that, just watching, we watched the first 30 minutes, and it was like a Monday night, and it was just like, you know what, this... Probably isn't the night for this. <laughs> like it's a Monday. No, it not a yeah. Monday. Um, like a, don't watch it. No. I it's a painful just, watch. Don't. Just just starting it and watching again Felicity Huffman's character as <laughs> she is talking to the other detectives mm. and the way she describes them, these thugs, these monsters. I mean, she said everything she could to dehumanize them. And again, I don't know how how factual this this is now Ava DuVernay said she offered all of them the opportunity to come forth and tell their side of the story so Mm -hmm. that she could include you know a a larger vision versus Mm -hmm. it trying to kind of being pigeonholed even though it was just that's the truth and that's what it is but um I think a lot of them didn't want to and in fact the lead detective she said that she would on 
the um just be if she was able to have like producer rights and make edits and right. of course Ava uh, was like no. that's not gonna happen yeah. because then you would definitely try to make yourself not right. look as guilty yeah. as you were because I think for me the first thing I thought was can you just can you interrogate a fourteen year old like he's right. like the kid was fourteen mm-hmm. no parent no attorney no nothing sitting in a room. And for hours, and you're yep. asking, like, you can't do that. Well, and then I, one of their parents, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but like, I, I think and, I'm, you were going to say and, exactly what I was going to and say. And for one of the, the ones, one of the scenes that we saw, or one of the clips, was the mom had left because yeah. she, she needed to get medicine yeah. because she wasn't feeling that well That was or the whatnot. kid who was 14. And as soon as that happened, they basically were like, oh, we hit the fucking lottery. Mm-hmm. And, like, go to interrogate much more harshly this kid. Just because his parent wasn't there, and then tried to make it seem like the mom had left, right? Just like to just leave. just to just, leave, she like left because she doesn't care about you, basically, right? It was a lot of tactics like that the police have used and still use now, and just a lot, just a lot of illegal shit, in my opinion. And I think, le- I think honestly, legally, the a law, lot of illegal shit the law went states. on, and how they questioned them, the way they gathered evidence. The fact that they were trying to they were trying to make the pieces fit because I think one of the things she said was like, well, you know, there were people got robbed and people got harassed. It had to have been them. Do you know how many fucking people are in Central Park at any fucking given time? Mm-hmm. That should mean anybody who was in the park that day could have right. and should have been seen as a suspect, not just little black boys from Harlem. And she literally said, let's go round up mm-hmm. all the little black and brown boys. That fit the description. That fit the description right. uptown. That's literally what she said. And I'm going to give her a huge benefit of the doubt. I honestly do not want to believe that her aim was to malign little black and brown boys. I think her aim was literally to let's get this person. But once it got in her mind, these kids were here. Well, then it had to be them. That was, I mean, that was standard operating procedure back then was round up the usual suspects. I mean, that was the normal way things were done. But they weren't the usual suspects. None of them had a criminal record. So how do you go from never being in trouble? Oh, now we've planned this huge gang rape. That's a huge huge gap to fill it's for the very first of all it was to score political points and it was when you when you view people in a dehumanized way yeah from the beginning you can pretty much assign any traits you want to them because and that's exactly and that's what what happens in those situations that's exactly what happened because even the press like Ava DuVernay said like 95 percent of the articles written about they were all negative 95 percent of them never said alleged yeah all of them said they did this. They're the suspects. They, they're the people that did this. When, when you look at it awful. in the broader context, too, because then the Rodney King shit happened and the, the yes. riots happened. Yes. Like, the, like this was kind of like where the, the, pol- the police friction across the country was and, just one of those flashpoints in history. where it And I feel really, like really this is why up. the response from black America about the OJ verdict right. was what it was, was. what it was. Because you had Rodney King. You had right. this. Yeah. You had a couple other things yeah, I other say ones, mixed right. in there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then OJ is acquitted. And it's like, yes, okay, yeah. so fine. This shit does right. work the way right. that you all have it working if he's exonerated. When I mean, we all know that motherfucker. Right. Right, we are right, but, <laughs> but that's why that that reaction from Black America was what it was because it can't work one way for you and work right. a different way for us. If it's going to be bullshit, it needs to be bullshit. If across the white the board. guy can get off, then the black guy can get off too. Exactly, and just what this case did to those families, like 
what y'all will see when you watch when you finish watching it, like what it did to Antron's family was just terrible. The situation with his father was just really very sad. What it did to Corey Wise was just awful. I mean, the kid that played Corey, he was so fucking good. He was the kid that was um, uh, in Moonlight. He was the guy that um, Chiron had formed a connection with. And when I saw him in Moonlight, I was I was like, oh, this kid, he's a really good actor. If you watch this for no other reason, watch it for him because he is so damn good. And he played Corey both as an adolescent and as an adult. And he's only 21 years old. I thought he was older than that, but he's only 21 years old. Um, But really, I bring all this up because, yeah, we know it's a fucked up story. Yes, we know it still happens to people. But it feels like watching it feels so tragic because it's like, well, shit. What can you do if the police are going to lie and they're going to try to fabricate shit and they're going to be assholes about shit? Not all of them, not every time, but I'm sorry. We just have too many examples of when they are. What can we do? What can we tell people to do? The main takeaway, and this is something that I've said because a very similar situation happened with somebody that is in my family. It was not as dire But it was a situation where the police had decided that he had done something that he did not do and was able to convince other people that he did something that he did not do. And he ended up having to do, he didn't, there was no, there was no jail time. There was nothing else like that. But he ended up having to say that he did it just to get them the fuck off Mm -hmm. of his back. And it changed the trajectory of his life greatly. and. I felt like at the time I was the only person like, don't fucking talk to the police. There's no reason to. So if any takeaway can be from this movie for me, it's do not under any circumstances. If you are asked to come to the police station, it means they don't have shit because they don't ask motherfuckers that they really know did some shit. They come and they arrest you. If they say, we just want to talk. Do not believe them because what they want is information because they don't have any information. And there's a really great video about, and it's literally called Do Not Talk to the Police. It's from the Regent University Law School in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And it's like a 50-minute video. And one part of it is the law professor who used to be a criminal attorney saying all of the reasons, why I think he had five to eight reasons, why you should never talk to the police. And when you watch the video— You'll see that the thing that you and feel... And it's a white guy. It's too. a white guy. And yeah, like he's saying blanket across the board. He's not just talking just... Yes. He's talking to everyone. He's you talking should never to talk everyone. to the police. Never everyone. talk to the police. Because there's no good things that for you, it's not designed to work no. out well for you if you talk it's to them. It's not. There's no scenario. And he lays that out. Like he gives the scenarios like if you tell the truth, if you didn't do anything, if you're only giving truthful information, if you didn't lie, if everything was perfect... They can still make this a nightmare for you. For instance, if they said that were you were you downtown on Sunday? No, I was uptown. Well, if there was a crime committed uptown and you fit the description mm-hmm. of somebody right, that they're right. looking for, guess what the fuck's going to happen to you? You're now a suspect in a whole new investigation that they didn't even bring you to talk about. Do not talk to the police. Watch this video. It's on YouTube. It's like 46 minutes long. It's a it's an entertaining video because he's he's quite personable and savvy. 
But he gives you really good information about the reasons why you should never talk to the police alone. Don't talk to the police even if your parents are there because they don't know shit either. And any attorney will tell you, do not say shit. Yeah. Don't say a word. Until I get there. And even when I get there, I may tell you, you don't have to say shit about this or that or the other. So I feel like this is a movie, the same time that we're having all these talks with little black kids about their interactions with the police, it's a movie people should watch with their kids. They should talk about it with their kids. They should definitely watch this video I'm talking about, about why you should never talk to the police. Because a couple hours of inconvenience is a hell of a lot better than years of incarceration for some shit you did Mm -hmm. not do. And that's all I have to say about that. Thank you. We will absolutely uh, post uh, the link on our Twitter page. Have you ever seen the Pop Brothers at Law to make this a little funnier? Have you ever seen... No. They're a viral sensation. We'll post them too. Yeah. Have you seen them? Yeah. You and I were like sitting Michael Rappaport was in there with them one time and they have this whole script that if you get pulled over, like Mm -hmm. they have like a a script you're supposed to do like... You know, where are you going right now? I'm not here to talk about my day. I'm not going to talk about my day with you. Like, uh, all the different, it's like, they're like, never, ever, ever. Never talk to the police. And and, and because they have this thing called Shut the Fuck Up Fridays. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. And they've had like all kinds of like famous people on there. like, And then what do you do? You shut the fuck up. It just never ends well. And they can lie to you. And they'll take things things out of context. They'll take your words out of context. And like you said, use them somewhere else, apply them somewhere. They'll put a comma in the transcript between something or, you know, or take a remove a comma or change it from a complete sentence to a two different sentences where it looks like you're admitting to something that you didn't or whatever. Oh, another example he gave was that um, like you're just giving them information. And he gave the example of the cop would say something to the effect of so, you know, who shot the girl? Yeah. And then somebody would be like, well, I don't know. I don't own a gun. If the cop forgot he said who shot the girl mm-hmm. and he, t- he testifies and said, well, I never said anything about a gun. He brought up the gun. Right. If, the ta- if that conversation is not taped, if it's transcribed and the word is left out, you are fucked. Right. Because now it looks like you brought up a gun yeah. and you're now lying. you're lying. Yeah. And making a false confession to the police, as we see in the movie, I'm not sure what I would do in that situation. I've watched, I watch a lot of soap operas and soap operas. People always talk to the police and they always get locked the fuck up. I don't know in what context I would feel compelled to make a false statement to the police about my innocence mm-hmm. or my involvement in a, in a crime. I can't say I would never do it. If you had me maybe for 36 hours without food or sleep, mm-hmm. I just might because then I might be in right sleep anyway. deprivation. Right. But there's never a good reason to lie and say you were involved in something because you want to go home. Right. Like the... Because you're not going Because you're not, gonna go you're not home. going home. Right. Because one of the scenes in there, the prosecutor was like, she was talking to one of the kids' fathers. She was like, do you expect me to believe that you told your son to lie because and you thought he was going to go home? He said, yes, because that's what y'all told me. You said if I cooperated and if right. he told you what you wanted to hear, he could go home. Mm. And it's just like... A few hours, and I won't say a few, they had them for a long-ass time. They had them for over 24 hours. But a day versus seven fucking years of their lives, fuck the day. Fuck your job that you have. You can get another one because if you go to jail for seven years, you're going to have a hard fucking time finding another job coming out. But this relates back to a previous episode with Montego when when he had jury duty where we talked about how scary it is to know that, that there are 
That too. That our people that that if this goes to trial, there's going to be because the, the flimsy fucking the dumbest, evidence right, they that had. That fucking path. I, my my a buddy of mine did two years in prison um, for a shooting that someone else did. Standing like a, a person who looks completely different than him did that night. The guy who got caught was five foot eight and dark skinned. The guy who actually did it was six foot one and light skinned and skinny. And three fucking white people were like, that's him. That's like the white manager at my job who told me she met me the week prior when I know she had right. <laughs> only oh for God. it to have been the African boy who looks, looks, <laughs> nothing, looks like. nothing, right. Doesn't even sound. We didn't yeah. even have the, like, my name begins with an A and his is all the way at the end of the alphabet with a V. So like, I, I Yeah. She confused her. But again, like he said, with jury duty, like he said, with jury duty, though, when when they passed us that book. Right. And I flipped through that book and it was all those pictures of people who look like me. And it was just like, you know, you'll be surprised how many black people look alike. Yeah, Yeah. we don't. We don't. We do we not. We don't all look alike, but we but do when look similar. you are in a situation where you have to identify and you're flipping through a book, everybody starts right. to the look amount the of same. people. I'm sorry. Spitting. The amount of people in those books is overwhelming enough yeah. for anyone to be like, fuck it. I'm not looking through all this shit. It's right. him. Yeah. yeah. Can I go home? Because that's exactly what they do, too. That's him. Can I go home? Because they're fucking stressed out, yep. too. Of course they don't want to be involved either even if you know they're well, like, i, I mean, don't want to be involved it's a traumatic experience if you wit in all, no matter what whether you do it whether you're the victim whether you witness it it's a traumatic experience or whether you're suspected right yeah. or you're suspected right it's a traumatic experience for everyone involved so like yeah well as a auntie of a teenager i don't think i can watch it right at this moment because he's Take the, time, exact girl. Same time. He's the exact same age as those boys <laughs> that shit triggering his fuck yeah it's triggering his and fuck. that's why you should watch it yeah but give that's, me time that's why you should watch but give me time because it's like for me i had to take a deep breath and yeah like, all right we're gonna fucking do yeah. this shit yeah i i gotta be in let's go way. to work yeah way better mood because you know that stuff like that sticks with you um Oh, I went to see Smart Funny in Black on Friday. How was that? I saw your uh, Instagram story. It was actually a very, very good show. For those who don't know, Smart Funny in Black is a um, black history comedy game show hosted by Amanda Seals. Hmm. And um, this, the theme for this show was hip-hop history. So, you know, I was, I was very happy and <laughs> all about that. I was like... Ooh, I wonder who's coming out. I wonder who's coming out. It was Angie, Angie, and Joe Claire, which is fine. <laughs> you seem yeah. slightly. But I was like, ooh, maybe we'll get Q-Tip because yeah. I know they're close. Yeah. No. Mm. They were busy. Kamal was not there. Really? No. Wow. Um, but they, it was a really good show. Um, what, what question did she ask that I was like, oh, that's hard as shit. Oh, what year of hip-hop furthered the culture more? 1994, 1998. And then she had like a picture of a couple of albums from 94. She had uh, Ready to Die. She had... The answer is 1994. No, it can't. But see, you don't know about 1998, though. The answer is 1994. You don't know about 1998. Let oh, me I, know, I know all about 1998. <laughs> you're going to tell the music no, producer that he No, I'm saying you don't know what, what, mm, pictures, no. what albums she had. So for 1994... 
And this was a hard one for me. She had Nas's Illmatic. Mm-hmm. She had Outcast. I can't see the title, but whatever one they put out mm-hmm. in 1994. It wasn't AT Aliens. It was the other Spotted one. Um, she had Ready to Die from Notorious B.I.G. And then she had, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but the one in 1994 comic put out with um, I Used to Love Her on it. Mm-hmm. Then 1998 had Jay-Z's Hard Knock Life, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, DMX's, uh, I never remember it. Something to something and hell is hot. Mm. Um, and uh, Black Star. That was so fucking hard for me to choose. Mm-mm. 94. It's 1994. 1994 did win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's 94. It is. <laughs> 1994 did win. And which sucks because for me, as a hip hop artist and producer who was messing with major labels right at that time, I graduated high school in 1993. I the year after I graduated high school to me is when kind of hip hop music peaked and then <laughs> so like it's just and everybody everybody thinks that everybody thinks that the years when I was in high school music yeah. was great back then but no really no, for me different. it really really actually lines up that way like independent and independent people will agree like it got really it started getting bad after that Started getting bad. Started getting bad. 1995, we had gone over the lip. I don't want to say it started getting No, it bad. was a long precipitous. No, it was a long precipitous. Look. These two can go all night. Ten Crack Commandments is the most socially irresponsible rap record yes, ever written. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And the year that came out? Yes, it was 1995. Okay. And that was however, the beginning. That was the beginning. However, but end. however. Hard Knock Life was just one of those albums that resonated. <laughs> I'm not saying that be- I'm not saying that it went over a cliff. It was a very steep. There was plenty of dope shit still the coming Black out. Black Star There's album. There's still dope shit that comes out now. All I'm saying is that in the preponderance in the arc, the arc That was a hurtful the- question and it was a hard one for me to listen to people oh. argue because they had Joe Claire and Angie Ange arguing, you know, which year I think Angie Ange had 98 and Joe Claire had 94. It was just, it was difficult. It was one of those ones. I was like, oh shit, I don't know how this is going to end. You're still having like difficulty with this because right now. Because I love each and every one of those albums. Oh. Those like define my early teen years. Okay. There's like memories attached to each and okay. every one of those albums. Yeah. So it's very hard for me to be like, oh, which year was better? I think 36 Chambers came out in like the end of 93. So it was... Killing yeah, in ninety four, like yeah. that Black Moon into the oh my gosh. into the stage came out around oh, that time. Yeah, like that dude. that whole yeah, era is like Midnight Marauders came out in nineteen ninety three. That was like right, exactly. So like ninety three, ninety four, like that was just it was just so yeah, it was just such good stanky face hip hop music being made and those were good times. Good it was. Times. But the show was really good. Um I think that Where did um, you, where do they shoot that at? Where did we you were go at the watch Kennedy it? Center. Oh, so it's in a theater. They're actually shooting. It was at the con- in the concert hall at the Kennedy Center. So it's a show, a television show, or are they just doing? I mean, it? it's she, like a theater. It's just, thing. it's just, a, it's okay. just a theatrical. It's like when we went to go see Duray. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a live podcast, yes. game show type. Kind thing. of yes. And um, what I enjoyed about the show was that it was like she was sneaking in really good Black history facts that people don't really talk about. Um, because she was talking about the elements of hip hop. She was talking about, and then she would do um, what she would call uh, black 
picnic moments. So, of course, you know, Frankie Beverly and Mays was played and everyone did the electric slide. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So there were a lot of good moments to bask in black history and black history facts and black culture. It was just a really good experience. So if, 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 I think it's coming to Baltimore in July. So if you're in the in the in the DMV area and you can make it up to Baltimore, I suggest getting tickets to that show. It was a very nice experience. Well, that's awesome to hear. So to lift the mood slightly. Yes, thank I was gonna say that. We're still all gonna die. We'll be right back. (laughs) You are listening to Nerds in Luxury, recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. You can reach us at www.nerdsinluxury.com. Hashtag us Lux Nerd on any and all social media. You can find us at Nerds and Luxury on Twitter. And if you have any emails, questions, concern, harassment, or general spam, don't do it. But you can email me at Veronica <laughs> at NerdsandLuxury.com. You know what that, but what you were saying earlier before we get going again, that that I would put that on my list of things to do that has inspired me if I, if I ever hit Mega Millions or the Powerball. I'm just going to walk into random jails and just pay the bails of everyone that's oh, in the don't, jail. You, oh, that's another thing. You can donate to projects yeah. like that where they right. do go and pay people's just, bail. Like, there's have, a whole project at Rikers Island right. specifically for well, that. There's a, a woman in, Elizabeth, in Colorado. Her name is Elizabeth. Um, I have to put her Twitter hand out there, but she's trying to... Um, uh, She's trying to abolish cash bail for non-violent violent offenses mm-hmm. in uh, the state of Colorado. Um, she was like, because a lot of people are sitting in jail for 50 bucks. Because, for parking tickets. For parking right. tickets because, you know, public urination, like right. something where no one got hurt or died. And I was like, I agree with that. If you are a non-violent offender... She's not the only one. That's a that's a movement. But she's that's the nationwide. one I've been like yeah, personally that's, that's been going following. Oh, and that's another thing that you can do. Donate to the ACLU, donate yes. to the Southern Poverty Law Center, donate mm-hmm. to the Innocence Foundation, donate to stuff like that. Because we can't necessarily each you know, each individual, we can't change laws by ourselves, but you can damn sure donate to people who are already on the path to trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the ACLU, the ACLU is a great donation. The minute Trump was elected, I started yeah, donating. I, no, so did I. So did I. That's hilarious. Yeah. I literally the the, the <laughs> The, the, day after, day. the day after, the day after, I said, I, I was like, how much do I have in my PayPal? I got like $18 here, <laughs> here, take this money. That's a monthly donation. Right, here, yeah. <laughs> Anytime I have extra mo- money in there, I'm like, uh, send the $10 Cause to Because they're going to need it. Yeah. You know, all the fucking change you can get. So the word of the day today is actually eight words. I'm not going to go into all of the definitions um, unless, you know, you want to know specific ones. But the reason why there are eight words of the day is because we recently had, um, I believe it was May 31st, um, the National Script Spelling Bee or Scripps National yes, Spelling Bee. Yes, I thought of you when I saw the... So when I tell you that it was amazing this year, um, I watched it and live tweeted. Uh, you live tweeted? He absolutely I did. Cedro. I love He absolutely Cedro. did. Now, it went even a, a step further. What was the that. hashtag for that? Um, 
uh, it was spell. It just hashtag spelling. Hashtag spelling bee. Okay. Yeah. Um. So not only did I live tweet the spelling bee, but early the the final portion of the spelling bee happened at night. Mm-hmm. But there was an earlier portion in the middle of the day to whittle it down to fifteen finalists right. or twenty finalists, something fifteen twenty. Um. But uh, so I watched the earlier portion, which went on for a while, and then I watched the night portion after one of the games because it came on like the same time right. that one of the NBA Finals games was coming on. So after that game ended, I turned over, and they still had they still had eight people <laughs> left, and they only go twenty rounds. And if you're not familiar with how the spelling bee works, they give kids. Uh, they give each contestant that steps up a word to spell. They can ask questions about the nature of the word, like the origin of the word, use it in a sentence. Are there any other pronunciations of the word? Um, and they can also ask questions about the roots or stems or prefixes or mm-hmm. suffixes of the word as well. So if they know things like, oh, is this from, is this, uh, is this the suffix itis meaning yeah. inflammation of from the Latin for inflammation of, and like the person can tell them yes or no, if that, if their etymology um, mm-hmm. is correct. So after that, they get about a minute 45 mm-hmm. seconds to spell the or to ask all those questions and also spell the word within that time frame. <laughs> and so they only do that for 20 rounds. Once they get to the final group, huh. They went all 20 rounds, and there were still eight kids yep. left. Damn. So they were eight champions. co-champions. Yep. Um, and so quickly, I would like to shout out the first names of the kid and the word that they spelled in the final round mm. to win the chip. <clears throat> so we have Rishik is his name, and his word was Auslaut. What? Aaron, E-R-I-N. Uh, and her word was erisipolis. Saketh from Maryland. I made a note of that because they tell you where everybody's from. Uh, Bougainvillea. <laughs> we have Shruthika or Shrutika. Um, her word was aguilette. Oh, God. Soham. Pondalok was his word. Uh, Abijay. His word was Palama, Christopher. His word was Cernuous, and Rohan. His word was Odilic. And the last one was the only one I've ever heard before. <laughs> the last word, Odilic, was the one was the only one I've I've seen I've read and or heard that one. All the others, I'm like. That's, Can we get spellings of all these words, please? <laughs> sure, sure. I can spell them pretty quickly. Because I need to know what this. I, I, you know, the what? second one was like I'm, I'm out. Gonna, There's no way. The se- I think the them. second one you said. I, there, I was like, oh god, I'm not even going to take a stab at that. So, Auslaut. Yeah. A U S. I'm already I'm already out. I'm already out. Auslaut is A-U-S-L-A-U-T. Is that German? Uh, yes, okay. it is. Aus- it does have Aus- German origins. Auslaut. Um, <laughs> it is the final sound in a word or syllable. It is a noun. <coughs> that is a disgust. Or the end position of a sound. So it's a word about words. It's a word about words. <laughs> it sure is. Like abbreviation. Mm. One of the longest did words you, did, did you come a little? When- 
there a were word some about, a word about words. Oh, there were some. There were some. There were some nice ones. There were some giggities. <laughs> there were some giggities. It's only now occurring to me to just look up the damn spelling oh, bee, and I go. can see the exact yeah. page right. that you're looking at. Um, that was the one. I'm like, holy shit. E A E wait E oh yep done E R Y S I P E L A S oh erysipelas no way it is a noun and it is an acute febrile disease associated with intense endematous local inflammation of the skin and subcutaneous tissues caused by hemolytic streptococcus it is a sickness sounds like it's awful too right Uh, bougainvillea. Yeah, this this would, this sounds like a movie name. Or, this is a movie. Or the great Bougainvillea. Mm. <clears throat> it is a <laughs> it is spelled B O U G A I N V I L L E A. There is also what? a variant in which the last part, the villia part, it's V I L L A E A. There were, really? And this isn't is this, and what I'm looking at now doesn't even show you all of them because right. when the ch- when the kid had to spell the word there were when they put up the different pronunciations there were four of them or different spellings. Yeah. There were four different spellings and they're like if the rules are if you get one of them right. you got it. So for some of these it's not just all or nothing. There are actually alternate spellings that you can also get right with some of the words. And it um it is a noun and is any of a genius bougainvillea of of the four o'clock family of ornamental tropical American woody vines and shrubs with brilliant purple <laughs> or red floral bracts. So it's a plant. It's it is a, a plant. It's, no, okay, it sounds like a. Doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds Doesn't like it, though? some creature yeah. that children are afraid of. The Beware the, the Bougainvillea. <laughs> Not the boogeyman, the Bougainvillea. The Bougainvillea, Bougainvillea is a family of boogeymen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, Aguilette. Auslaut. It's just so fun to say. Nine. So, Aguilette is... Uh, French origin. It's spelled A-I-G-U-I-L-L-E-T-T-E. It is a noun and is specifically a shoulder cord worn by designated military aides. Um, a pseudo synonym uh, and also like related word is aglet. The name for the little, the little ends thing. of your shoelaces. Oh, okay. Those have a name? Yeah. Yes. Aglet. Did you know that? Yes, I did. She's in fashion. Yeah. Of course she knew that. <laughs> she better had. Better had. <laughs> um, well, didn't they make up? A- oh, oh, actually. Okay. So I'm going to ask one of you to spell the next one. And that is Pondeloc. I'm out. French origin. P. Am I right so far? <laughs> you, have to, you have to finish spelling first before I can ring the bell and tell you if you're wrong. Can you use it in a sentence, Alex? Yes. I was buying <clears throat> I was buying a wedding ring for my husband and he loves diamonds. So I made sure to get a diamond cut that was pondeloke as opposed to the original a normal round cut. May I buy a vowel? No. no. May I phone a friend? No, but would you like the definition? Sure. 
It's not going to help, but go ahead. So it is a noun. It is a diamond or other gemstone cut in the form of a pear-shaped brilliant with a table. What is the origin of this word? French. French. Bond. P. O. N. D. L. No. No. P O N D E L O Q U E. So you were very close. Okay, okay. I, was I would close. be ringing the bell now. That was close. That was close. That um, was close. P. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. P E N. Damn, I knew it was an E. L O Q U E. It was nice Damn. of you to catch that the French loke would be a L O Q U E. I did get that. Yeah, that I was, did get that. That was that was cute. I did get the, that. E N sounds on to me when you were pronouncing when you were pronouncing it. Pond loke. Pond like a like. So I immediately P O N D pond like is yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, but, I see but the in e part with the French. Yeah, in French, French, right? When you have yeah. an E next to an N, it becomes a nasal sound yeah. instead of like mm-hmm. the regular thing. It completely throws it off. Anyway, so the next word I is got the, end right. <laughs> the next word is palama. That sounds way too simple. I know I would get that wrong. <laughs> palama. Um. It is it, it is a noun and it's the webbing on the feet of aquatic birds, Palama. So yes, it has a name, um, and it's spelled P A L A M A. See, I would have I would have overthought the shit. No, out of I would have gone P A L I M A. That's what I would have done and gotten it wrong. I would have overthought. I wouldn't the have shit thought out it was right. It I wouldn't have thought it was A M A. The next one is Cernuous. Uh, it is spelled C E R N U O U S. Oh, that was pretty it's probably phonetic. one of the more simple if you have like a basis in mm-hmm. like the Latin aspect of English. Um, Are you saying that the kid who got that one, he he wasn't he or she wasn't you know like as challenged as some of the other people? <laughs> um, is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, there was definitely. I'm trying to remember what was her name. I believe it was. It was Aaron, actually. Aaron was the only <laughs> Aaron was the only white person among the entire group of eight. Um, and when she got she, her word was erysipelas. When she got it, you could tell she was that terrified. She, no, no, you could tell she already had studied oh. this word and had it down because oh, they okay. said it. They said it to her, and it was like erysipelas. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, can you can you um can you give me can you give me the definition of the word please? Like she just wanted to check to see if it was the oh, word right, she knew yeah. and then when they told her she was like <gasps> Yeah. Erisipolis and she tried to go through the formalities of asking the other yeah, questions like yeah. use it in a sentence, root, you know, whatever. And then she just she just knocked it out and like screamed. She was done. Um because at that point every time one of them spelled the word right because it was the final round, they, they were automatically they were, yeah. a winner. Yeah. Um, but you could tell some of them definitely already knew the words when they yeah, told them, and they were yeah. just so relieved. <laughs> like yeah. this is they, qu- they asked me oh, a word that I knew. Thank God, yeah, right. because you don't want to you don't want to have eight people in the final yeah. round and right. be the one person right. that didn't yeah. get. <laughs> oh my God! By that point, um, humiliations galore. <laughs> and the final word was odilic, and it is spelled O D Y L I C. Odilic. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, and it's of or relating to uh, the odic force, 
which is uh, says that it's a hypothetical vital energy or life force that was uh, given by Baron Karl von Reichenbach. Reichenbach. <laughs> and it originated from the Norse god Odin, and he oh. made it in 1845. Was the first? It was the force of Odin? Great right. Odin's raven. But um, those are the words of the day. Of words of the day. Uh, it's a little late because, of course, the uh, the bee happened a little while ago. But those words I thought were pretty cool. Like there were definitely some that I didn't know for sure, um, and some that I'd only heard or seen but not ever really looked up so finding out for me the spelling bee is more about where the words originate and i also try to play along because it takes them a while to put the word up on the screen for the people watching so you hear it they might tell you the root or they might tell you some other information and then when it gets past a certain period of time that the child has to ask questions to spell the word. Once then he has to deliver, up. they'll put the word up. Right. Then they'll put the word up. And of course, if you spell it incorrectly, they ring a bell. Huh. There's no buzzer. There's no bing, bing, shame. condescending. Bing, 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 shame. You just hear this light little mm-hmm. tease ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you must exit the stage or go sit down. You go sit in a pool of chairs that's off the main stage. <laughs> You go to the reason why the reason why is because your fate. there are some times in some of the rounds where in times past where you'll have three people left and the first person gets up and they spell their word incorrectly. They go sit down. Then the next two people right. also spell incorrectly. You still have to keep going. Yeah, now we got to keep because going. Because you have to figure yeah. out, like you have to find a winner. So sometimes they're not completely off yet. And then they have their stage proceedings. So they don't want to be rude by just having a whole bunch of people just walk off stage like while they're doing the it. So they story, just have them sit. The story you just told made me think of that one, that girl who won years ago when she was spelling it. She knew she had got the word. She knew she was going to win. And she was like, see? <laughs> <laughs> like every single letter was she was was it a he or a she i can't remember but they were screaming the letters as they spelled the word because they knew they were about to win oh yeah. that's cute in a uh a side colorado shout out okay. um the moderator mm-hmm. or pronouncer i'm not really sure what his name is but the mm-hmm. guy who moderates the spelling bee and gives everybody the words and the information his name is Jacques bailey and he's from denver mm-hmm. um but he actually won the scripts national spelling bee in 1980 oh cute and has been the official pronouncer since like 2003 don't look at me like that bonita patrol over your little glasses all right Thank you. Check completely. Um, I I know, right? I I was hoping that you would say that the new word that they were going to call the champions, octo champion. They did. They did use that. They um. They really tried <laughs> octo to octo champion. I, right. I was like, yay! I know something. <laughs> octo champion. <laughs> octo champion. Oh, I thought it was cute. It was. I thought it was Meanwhile, cute. at the Legion of Doom. The Octo Champions. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about sharing a championship with seven other people. I wouldn't feel like I'd child. win. I didn't. I wouldn't feel like I'd won anything. Spoiled only child. In 2019, that's that's just how it is. Yeah. Like the whole. It, I, I won't call it because of what these kids had to do to get there. I won't call it a consolation prize, Mm-mm. but a concept like it. 
it's one of those things I'd where I want you to spell to the death. <laughs> basically, basically, all the adults were like, "Okay, we're tired. We're tired. Let's <laughs> right. go home. Right. All of you win. Because all of you win. Because you, we're tired. Because you have to have an end, and it's not yeah. like the death. It's not like the French Open or something right. where you just keep going just keep until going until yeah. somebody you could spell wins. Spell to the death. You would have some small children up there <laughs> fighting it out like fucking. Well, um, isn't that the point of having a winner? If you're not first, you're last. Yeah, but there's but <laughs> such an American. But, but, the, the, you? but the word that was from Talladega Nights. Right. But, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. You're not first, you're last. Yes. <laughs> but the word winner can also be plural. So mm-hmm. no, yes, there's no S in winner. Winner. <laughs> Not winners, but, but it has a plurality. Winner, no. So that's winners, also possible. Winners includes a winner and three losers who couldn't deal with it. <laughs> She's a little girl at school, and when three people watch that, nah, this is some bullshit. Yeah, yep. she's winners mad. Yep. She's, the, she's one of yep. the eight. She's the one of the eight that's like, no, 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 fuck this. Let's keep spelling right. The fuck now. Small right. Sosa fag. I am a. I'm a bad loser, but I am a horrible winner. <laughs> Oh, so I don't do anything competitive because no. I have a problem. Yikes. Yo, I tell you what, oh, yeah. I'm going to be out no. back. I'm going to be out back. You bring the dictionary. We're going to go out back, right? We're going to settle this shit out back. We Fuck played, shit. we played, I don't know how many rounds of Scrabble Slam. Sosa and I during Nerd Con. This was before Cedro got involved. Because Cedro was taking a nap. Because <laughs> he mopped the floor. He literally he saved my life that night because I was like, I don't know how much longer I could play with Sosa. <laughs> but I was and like, You wore the game out real right? quick. Right? No, no, no. And then here, and then like, you know, Cedro wakes up from his bear nap. And he's like, Come on. <laughs> and he comes upstairs. And he's like, Ding, 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 ding. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I, see, I see letters. I see letters What's on this? the table, and Veronica and Sosa are clearly are clearly in a in a face off, and, and then he, he just to, to just mop the floor, floor with us all. And all I could think to myself was thank God, and all Sosa could think to herself was no. <laughs> What's so funny is those. But are, I knew there was no winning. And against we didn't we didn't play long after I joined. No, and the way that game was structured, that, that was all like four letter words, right? Yeah, you could only do four letters. There was only four letter words, but so they were like, reversed. Yeah. They were they were. Letters on both so, sides, and everyone kept yeah. forgetting that. So, one, the game is like the game Speed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was words. amazing at Speed. Oh, and I then, two, one of the shows, one of the game shows I loved to watch back when Game Show Network first started was the show um, Lingo. Oh. And cool. so, that whole show is like you have to figure out what the five letter word is, and you get a few chances to get it, and it'll tell you if you. If you put, if you spell, if you say the word and spell it, it'll tell you if you have the right letter in the right place or the right letter in the wrong place. Hmm. And if you don't have anything, it won't put anything up there. And like you have like four tries to get to spell it right. And it's a team thing. So you play with one other person on your team versus another two person team. And that game was speed and lingo together, (laughs) but one less letter. So I didn't have to try as hard. And I was like, this is literally amazing. didn't have to try <laughs> as hard as I'm over here. And then he like, he was like, so what language is? And I, I was like, oh, I guess any language because I'm like, oh, I know why like, oh, you y'all said fucked that. Up. Yeah. Right. And I say I know like French and Spanish was being thrown at. But me. he kept we kept making the same words over and over. And he, 
Moot. Moot. M-O-O-T. Moot. Actual different word. He was like trez and trays because and trees. I ha- because and... the, letter, the letters I was drawing from the cards were different. Dictated. So I was like, oh, I can make words with all yeah. of these. <laughs> Gambit in this bitch. But that, just... right. but that was what, because I was, I was observing. I was observing. <laughs> And oh, was that all my cards already? It oh. was. I think. I think the part. It wasn't that you had all the words. It was the speed at which you yes. could deliver everything. Because yes. you were Work just like people quick. were. People were thinking, "Oh, I got one," and then you'd be like, "Another one, boom, 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 boom. another one." Because because yes. when you put the letters down, if you had a word that you were like, "Oh, I can make a word," and you were about to put it down, but somebody jumps in front of you and throws, now you can't play that word anymore because they fucked your shit <laughs> yeah. up, and that was happening. And then they could have fucked up the next five words, right? You were exactly playing. <laughs> to play you know. because they changed the, the two vowels in the middle. <laughs> Nerdcon yeah. 2018. Memories. Yeah, this was... God, Memories. we're nerds. We are fucking nerds. This podcast is produced and recorded at Depth Charge Studios in Alexandria, Virginia. If you're a recording artist, musician, or producer in need of affordable, world-class audio production services and an inspiring studio space for your project, Depth Charge Studios is the place to create in the DMV. For more information, visit DepthCharge.com. That's D-E-P-T-H-C-H-A-R-G-E.com. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to pee again. I'll give you a topic. <laughs> Giddy pig. Neither Italian nor swine. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> nice recall. <laughs> oh, that was one of the best. <laughs> Love that Mike Myers. <laughs> What's scaring me? Hmm? New concept fashion store, darling. It's a buyer. No, Eddie, Eddie. I'm the executive creative director, chief buyer, and lifestyle coordinator. Yes. <laughs> responsibility i'm very important i decide the direction mm. the adjacencies the brand mix the now the gorgeous the wow the bang the blues the new noir just decisions 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 i say what goes in the store <laughs> what will that be darling oh very little, very little. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> speaking of people who are just assholes and kind of fucked up it's people who have been fucking up my money <laughs> So people who've been fucking up my money, my Veronica Z, my Veronica Z money. So there has been this influx of people coming in with their jealous friends into where into Jeremy's darling Jeremy's Jeremy. and they're walking in and they're like, I have had my heart set on this bag for so long and I'm finally here to try it on and see if I want to take it. And I'm like, great. Cause all I can think is if I can do my job, You'll get what you want, and I'll get what I want. You'll get a bag, and I'll get commission. Perfect harmony. Until you introduce the jealous friend. (laughs) (laughs) Sosa's laughing. Who is the jealous friend? Oh, you don't know the jealous friend? Oh, is it the bitch that comes like, girl, I don't know if you need that. (laughs) Right? Right? You know, you do have rent due this yes. month. Yes. And Lil How Tyrone you, does need to have got, to it. Yes. You got money for that? You yes. got money for that? Yes. The jealous friend. The <laughs> jealous friend and I don't see eye to eye immediately because I can spot the jealous friend from a mile away. They're usually shuffling in. They usually... They've been dragged They've been there. dragged <laughs> to the mall. All these places. Usually on the premise of, girl, let's go get something to eat. Okay, well, then, girl, let's run, run on down here to Jeremy's and, like, let's let's look at this bag. I just want to look... Each store of a reminder of how yeah. they are not... Yeah. ...what they thought they were. So my job is to basically sell things. That is how I make a living. 
and the jealous friend will pretty much interrupt you from the first time. And you, know, hey, how are you? Welcome to Jeremy's. I mean, we just looking. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. That's a- okay. And usually, it's a casual glance to all of the employees and like a, sh- a shifting of the body weight because we're trying to figure out without speaking, without speaking, who's going to help this bitch. Who's going to tell her to get out? Get out before well, I, I call, call the, the police. police. No one, because we all have a goal. So, well, one like, of them, one of them might, might one be, of them, one of the two was, might be. If she responded like that, no, no, this is the friend. She, but this that's is, my point. The yeah. friend's not buying anything, so the friend needs to get out. But the friend who wants to buy something is like, oh my god, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I looked online and luxury. I saw this bag. <laughs> it's luxury. It's luxury. I saw the bag and so I want to see the bag because the bag, the bag, the bag. And you're like, great. Let me grab the bag. And the jealous friend's back there like, this bitch. Girl, I mean, it's all right. I mean, it's not. I mean, I've been to the one in New York and it's just the Jeremy's in New York is just better. And, and you're like. But it's the same fucking merchandise. <clears throat> yeah. How much is that? You could buy two of those two bags over at I mean, over at JC Penny's. <laughs> <laughs> so the jealous friend is like trying not to get into it, but then you're like, "Hey, can I get you some like something to drink? Would you like some bubbly or like a coffee or something? Because you know we're classy." And they're like, "Oh my god, y'all got drinks." And you're like, yeah. This is not the club. <laughs> so, but, but people, but it could be. But, but that it, it is funny for a lot of people how that's like a line of demarcation of like, oh, you guys, you guys give us alcohol. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought Whoa. when I went in to visit her. Oh, oh yeah, you did come fancy. by. Do you want some champagne? I was like, oh yes, yes. This is fancy. Yeah. Yes, I. This do. is highfalutin. Yes. So we get them the drinks. The friend who's interested is like trying it on and oh my goodness this is so cute and I'm so excited and I can wear with this and that and then they'd make a mistake and they turn to the friend and they go girl what do you think Mm. (laughs) well exactly (laughs) and the friend's like I mean I I mean girl it's okay I mean (laughs) I mean, where like where? I wouldn't get it. I I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wouldn't spend the money. But you know, I mean, we our priorities are just different, girl. So you know, I'm just saying. In other words, I don't have that type of. (laughs) And how dare you drag me? I can't even imagine being here doing this and watch you do it while I sip champagne. Because you know, I'm like, hey, y'all both drinking. You gotta so, loosen her. Maybe if you loosen her up, maybe you should, you know. Yeah. So that's the first type of friend that comes in. 98% of the time, she comes back without that friend to buy the right. bag. Because you just know, like, that first go out, she's not getting it because her girlfriend's gonna just, you know, I can't believe you spent the money and she calling and she posting on Instagram. She doing a story. We in the mall. This bitch spending her money. And we just trying to come out here and eat at Maggiano's. And then right. she out here, like, on, on fucking Instagram, like, just dragging your friend for wanting to, to treat herself and help the black community, i.e. me. <laughs> so... I'm like, all right, cool. Can a bitch eat? Can a bitch eat? Like, seriously. So there's a second type of person that comes in. This gentleman 
is usually he's an uncle and you know what I mean by an uncle like he's a black uncle like he definitely lives with a family member <laughs> he doesn't have a place in his own. <laughs> <laughs> he's living with a great uncle he's living in the guest room yeah he's someone's uh, it it was supposed to be the guest room. Right. And now it's his <laughs> it's room. His but when Uncle moved in, right. you yeah. kind of... It yeah. became his room. He's definitely, like, you know, he could keep a job, but doesn't want to keep a job. Like, he's just mm. kind of out there. He definitely has some babies. Why like mamas. Is he and Jeremy's? Because he's with his boy. Because he's the uh, friend. And he still he's has cornrows. And he's like 55 years old. He definitely has frizzy cornrows. His baseball cap back. And his pants sag. Yeah, still has baggy jeans. No, no, no. Short No, no. He tucks his shirt in this time. Yes, and it's ironed. He tucks his shirt in. It's ironed. But he has on a baseball cap. It's ironed. And he doesn't like he does like the concept of skinny jeans. Is it floral or picnic table cloth No. Picnic table. Chicken box. Yeah. Sometimes they're cargo. Like an army fatigue. Okay. Okay. It's a fucking jersey, the yeah. shirt. No, I haven't seen a jersey in a while. Jersey. I think jerseys have officially fallen off. Uh, yeah. So that's why a lot of times. <clears throat> and he drives a 90s Cadillac and calls it vintage. Definitely. Definitely loves 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying. Mm. Like, definitely still has that. Was that was his That's a whole picture they were painting. <laughs> but it's a true picture. Because what did you call me a couple episodes ago? Why? Prejudice. Prejudice. So he comes in. And he's with his boy, and his boy's like, I'm going to try on these sneakers, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, cool, easy sale, until the friend opens up his mouth. I mean, they are, right. they, are, they ain't all that. You know, they look like the Jordan such and such and blah, and I just don't understand why you would spend that type of money you on You get four sneaker, pairs of Nikes, like, right? You shit. know, I'm just saying, like, you're spending my rent out here. <laughs> you're just like, you're telling on yourself, sir. You are really telling on yourself, sir. I mean, they I, they I. I mean, Miss Lady, Miss Lady, like I ain't trying to fuck up your money. I think every, I think every, as speaking as a middle aged man, I think most middle aged men have fr- historical friends like that. The difference is, is that those of us who have any kind of sense, we don't go to the mall with the motherfuckers. Like, I'm not taking some of the guys who n- never blossomed into. Men, Men. Yeah. I'm not taking someone like that. Even though I've known you my whole life, we're not going to the mall together. We're not in the same tax bracket. We're not. This is just not gonna. It's like it's like it's like when you go to the bar with a motherfucker like that, yeah. and then you're buying all kinds of drinks and you're having a good time, and they don't have shit for money, so you end up paying for their whole night too because you know they're there. You're yeah. a very good friend. That's is, nothing. I uh, do. This, ha- this 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 <laughs> this only had to happen once okay. before I made a policy change yes. in the way I deal with. People. So he's already fucked up my money. He knows he's fucked up my money, but he's also fucked up his friends' little time because most people are in there to kind of like waste our time. <laughs> right, it's Jeremy's. <laughs> I'm in here trying to pretend that I can do this shit. Like yeah. it depends on the day of the week, but if it's a Saturday. That's why I don't go into stores like Jeremy's because I know I've got no business there. As do I. So it's just one of those things where you're like, all right, it's Saturday. You're trying to flex in front of your boys. It's cool. It's cool. Now, the third type of person. Yes. Has anyone ever come in and asked if you guys did any type of credit? Yes. Or layaway. You have a layaway program? Yes to both of those. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes to both of those. Yes to both of those. Do you guys have a loyalty card? And yes. I think you really yes. should say get out how, before I call the police. Yes. How do you respond to that? Get out before I call the police. No, we don't. 
No. With that no. smile. No, no, you poor motherfucker. We do. No. no. Get the fuck out. Get out. Like, no, I had a lady ask me once, and she was she was serious. And she goes, well, like, do y'all have, like, a line of credit where I could just pay this off slowly? And, like, they do at, like, the department stores. Uh, no. This is not Ross Dress for Less, honey. <laughs> and I was like... Dress and I large. and I kept the smile. I kept the Miss basically. America do you have a store? Yes. Do you have a store credit card? Yeah. Is basically what, yeah, she's what she was saying. And yeah. I, I, I around. Do you have, I a, do you I, have a Jeremy's credit card? Lane Bryant <laughs> <laughs> Express. You you need to go across the New York street. and Company. You, you need to go, you need to go down the street to the strip mall <laughs> where the JC Penneys and the Marshalls are. Like yeah. So I keep the smile, and I say, "No, we don't." Ha ha. Come on down. Oh, you say ha ha. You laugh. Yeah, a little. I chuckle because I'm hoping they're joking because I'm not. If someone asks you, I'm I'm pretty sure there's but not. But why would like, anyone <sighs> think that a place that would pour you a glass of champagne <laughs> would have a layaway? <laughs> they're not, have a layaway. They're literally they're completely out of their elements. So it's they just, don't think about any of that. They've never even. It's okay. And it's such a thing I don't want to explain right now. So there's, a <laughs> and I don't want people to think that we're like up here, or like, no, no, no. Uh, like being snooty. Like this is just the reality of it. Of like, the because when you go some... into this location, it's already a mall that's not heavily pop. It, it's Be- not a lot of people because in not a lot of people because have to be in there and can't afford because to be. the right. stores. In right. that space, they're just old stores. Are, they're old. Yeah. Stores. No, they cater to the one percent. So ninety nine percent of the people can't afford to yeah. shop there. There's like, a reason why there's a Tyson's and a yeah, Tyson's too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Galleria. the Galleria. The Galleria. <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had Not the gallery. Sure the Galleria. Galleria. Cha-cha-cha. I made that distinction on the phone when someone was calling for directions, and they're like, "Well, I'm, I'm trying to come out to Tyson's Corner." I was like, "Yeah, we're at the Galleria." <laughs> we're at the Galleria. I don't know where you're. Trying to go, yeah, but H and M ain't over here. <laughs> now that is now that is bougie. That I is. Bougie. I had to make it be. I wanted there is no gap where we are. Because she was like, "Well, we're coming from Baltimore, and we ain't never been there that's before." Across, I was like, "Well, that's across the street in the other in that in the other, other, other mall, mall with the steerage with the normals <laughs> with the normals the normals they all shop over there. Look, if, if I believe if, there's a Lord and Taylor over yeah. there. If, if, if yeah. probably not anymore. Right? <laughs> Actually, no. That one is still there. Oh. That, okay. Believe it or not, that one is still there. If Little Miss M can come over and make a quite distinguished... Do you want to tell this story? Because I thought this was hilarious. You're free to go ahead and share the story. So Montego brings Little Miss M by to visit because it's her 10th birthday or 9th yeah, or Yeah, her 10th birthday. And she's so cute. And so, you know, I walk out and I meet him and she's like, oh my God. And he was like, do you want to see where she works? And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, Sure. So we walk down and she's walking through and I introduce her to everyone. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, she's so cute and she's so polite and this, this and that. And so Montego goes, Miss M, ask her how much it cost. And I told her and she goes, it's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Spoken like someone who hasn't worked a day in their life. I know know your mama girl. Right. Okay. Like, let's, let's not. But she was just like... That's she was just, so nonchalant. But she was about so it. nonchalant. And I was like, and I like that about especially like little black girls where it's like, okay, cool. This this is a you know We can make that happen. We can make that happen. Like the positivity in it, like, oh, that this can happen for me. Like, cool. You know? <laughs> but I was like, that is a lot of money. And she was like, okay. Like she was just very much like, 
don't worry. I got this. I got this. Like this, you know, this is cool. This is whatever. But I always like to bring, especially black kids um, who are even slightly interested in fashion or retail. Like I'm very honest with them when they come through with their resumes and they're like very bright eyed and bushy tailed from VCU. And they're like, oh my God, you know, I just graduated from fashion degree program. And I want to be like, why? You should have gone for business school and just kept a retail job and and there, but they're so excited. And so you're just explaining to them the reality of working in fashion and being black in fashion, which is a very real thing that, you know, we talk amongst ourselves in retail. Like we always want to start these like groups of managers. Like if you're a black manager in luxury retail, we need a support group Mm -hmm. because the, the type of microaggressions you're dealing with and the people and just all of the like, insane shit that you get not only from clients but from your company and you're just still in there and you're still trudging through it and you're still trudging through it and you're still trudging through it and it's like there has to be for me right now it's like I work for a really cool guy and I work for a really cool company so that's really what's kept me there because if this was Veronica Z from four jobs ago my ass would have been gone on and moved on to the next but the fact that I've been there this long and I still enjoy it and I still have a lot of fun you know, even with all of the hating ass friends coming through with their dirty legs. Um, dirty legs. Taking my money. Taking my money out of my pocket. Can you define dirty legs, please? Just, you know, it's summertime Ashy. and I'm just seeing like dirty not legs. only ash, oh, dirty but legs. I also read on Twitter somewhere that white people don't wash their legs. And now that it's okay, summertime, so, and so I, I just. Okay, so I. <laughs> Do you I want to speak something. for your people? <laughs> First of all, that woman, because I believe it was a woman. It I believe was. it was a white woman. It was. Yeah. <laughs> she does not speak for us. She is so. White I, people are not a monolith. White people don't wash their legs. What kind of nonsense Well, there was is that? a bunch of people Actually, underneath the, the it thread. Was white people don't use washcloths. Wash and then that and I just didn't. Else. I, I personally just didn't want to accept that that was true well now if we look at television commercials for soap they are definitely washing with their hands <laughs> they um, are using the bar of soap on their directly bodies, on their body but that is a television but commercial. that's but, also but, a social thing no it's social <laughs> because you know, face. here's the th- because when you're white you get your own bar of soap exactly that's exactly that's that is and, and, exactly and I, what it i'm is. not kidding when i was 15 14 years old I moved into the basement of my house and I had my own bathroom with my own shower. And so no one else used my soap. So I never used a washcloth and I still don't really use a washcloth. I can't break because Veronica does not use my man. soap. how do you wash your face with a, with, um, um, a face wash? I, I follow the directions, apply a dollop of face wash in your hand, <laughs> that's what I've been. That's this what is what I've been dealing direction. with. This is what I've been dealing with. So white people really don't. Use they it. don't. But if Mr. Veronica, Wise, if Mr. Wise doesn't use a washcloth, then yeah. I'm now prone to believe that most white people, people don't. don't. Veronica, use however, I, got me the gloves. The loofah gloves. The, yeah, and I I've been using that shit because those exfoliate. Ever? They never use washcloths. When I go to sister's house, I know which room is mine because I get two washcloths. <laughs> Well, yeah. No, one of them is set aside for me. Yes, they no. do. They actually no. do use washcloths. No, yes, no, they do. no. Yeah, they do. No, your they sister do. told me any room that has two washcloths on a towel is your room. Your sister told me because this Because we're a couple. No, because you get one no. and I get two. No. I don't think you're counting the number of washcloths because you're not paying attention. 
I have two washcloths when I go see your sister. Are you saying they're making an assumption that you? No, uh, I use ask extra... for a washcloth every single okay. time. Well, so fine. But that doesn't mean they don't use washcloths. They, they use, use washcloths. Wa- yes, they do. I don't use washcloths. I don't think my father uses a washcloth. So, okay. But I've they use washcloths. I've been trying to break them of this habit, y'all, for so long. So can we explain to the audience why it might be problematic or seen as problematic to not use, to refrain the use of a washcloth? You're not exfoliating your skin, one. You're not getting every single, like, like pores and things you need to, like, get all of that slushed off of your body. Like, there's more to it than, like, I just don't use a washcloth. Like, no, it's a way of cleansing the skin. It's a way of exfoliating the skin. That's why I buy so many fucking washcloths because you need to throw out the old ones and get new ones I on you. I have to say, I do have about 20 washcloths. Yeah. We have a myself. lot of washcloths. So and now, I actually threw out a lot of them. because Now I feel done. like I need to go back and watch Adam Ruins Everything. Because do they talk about I white people like and washcloths? I feel like he talked about... Well, I know we watched an episode about hygiene in general, where he talked about people, the obsession that people had, because like the the whole invention of soap and why mm-hmm. it was invented and and whatnot. Obsession so. with cleanliness. Well, it's basically a it's it's an episode on hygiene and the show. Have you seen the show before? Heard of it? Okay. Oh, so, we, we watched the entire first season in okay. one day. So it's just we it's just, just about the fuck. Out it's about it. it's just about hygiene. I don't. What about trying to think? I don't believe that he said anything specifically about. Is this in the new season? Using a, I don't know, because I've watched like a couple episodes. Well, there's a, there's a collection on Netflix. Oh, okay. And it's a collection, so it's not like it's like twenty episodes that they cycle through and put new episodes in every once in a while, but they're not all. That's where we watch it, but I didn't. I mean, we just let it run, and then Um, I don't believe he said anything specifically about like no washcloth versus washcloth. The only major thing that was debunked was like you don't have to shower every day and it's not healthy for your skin to do it as often as like american culture typically believes that it should be done but i don't think there was anything specifically about washcloth versus non-washcloth do any of you ever have do wash without soap like when you've had a light day where you're like you know what? i want a, a shower but i showered no, uh, like a few hours so. ago no. always use but soap. yeah that's I- Always use soap. Hmm? Like, it's just, it's, it's soap. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I take a lot of showers, because I like taking showers. So, like, if I go do something where I'm like, I got, even if I got a little, like, if I rode my bike down the street Mm -hmm. to go to the store or whatever, and I got a little sweaty, like, I mean, just a little bit, I will take a shower. But I won't, in that shower, because I took a shower four hours earlier or five hours early when I woke up. I'm not gonna. I'm just rinsing off. I'm just gonna rinse off real quick with you water. You are really telling. So then on you're not taking right a now. shower. You're just rinsing. I'm off. rinsing off. You're yeah. really telling on yourself. How am right I telling now? on myself? <laughs> How am I telling on myself? Because <laughs> <They're, laughs> you know, when you come very... climbing the bed, she's gonna be like, "Was that a shower? Not, or did you I'm just not, rinse off?" <laughs> I'm not climbing in the bed with that shower. There will be another real shower that night. I felt like taking. Oh, you're a just shower. getting the perspiration. Oh. Off yeah, I felt like taking. I'm freshening up. Like, okay. I'm not taking that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, so like, I won't. And, and I'm like, why am I going to put all the soap on my skin? Like, like, you know, I always if I had my way, I would take a full on shower probably three times a day. Yeah. Especially in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Oh, or God, I do. During particular times yeah. of a month. Um, Because I just do not like the feeling of being sweaty. One, mm-hmm. which I don't really get sweaty. 
But also, but when you do, you don't like I, it. No, I don't. I don't. But also, I wear natural deodorant, so you got to freshen up. Yeah. What is natural deodorant? A deodorant without aluminum. So you like naked or you buy it? <laughs> no, you, you can, can buy it. You can buy it. But I buy some very highly priced natural deodorant. Wait, is it also an antiperspirant? No. So it's just a deodorant. It's just a deodorant. So I yeah, layer. I have to wear an antiperspirant. I layer. There's a alcohol-based one that I spray and then I put the mm-hmm. solid one on. And then you kind of just have to check during the day. <laughs> Are we still good? And all of this is so that you can be a vegan? No, you don't have to do that. There's no, there are no stipulations. I'm talking about you. I specifically. No, I just don't want to use aluminum deodorant because apparently it's inconclusive at this time whether it has any negative health effects on you. Oh. Plus, your body is kind of supposed to sweat. So. Well, I use the. Have you ever heard of certain dry? I have yes. heard of certain. Dry. I've used that one, and that's aluminum, magnesium, whatever the magnet, whatever the compound is. But that shit basically it gets into your it gets into your pores and then expands and oh. locks your pores up and you only have to apply it once every like three days and you will not oh. su- and you will not sweat from under your arms wow. for like three days. If I had my dream, I would take like I would have a hot water tank big enough to take a two hour shower, like a oh, hot yeah. two hour shower. I need like I just I like showering. We have a seventy gallon. We have a seventy gallon water hot water heater for, and there's there's two adults living in the house, and we have a seventy five gallon or whatever water, and she'll fucking use that shit because she doesn't use any when when you use water in a shower, everything is a blend, right? It's a blend of cold water and a blend of hot water mm-hmm. to get the precise temperature you want. Go into the shower after her. That fucking lever is hard left. <laughs> that shit is... She ain't using any cold water. Like, it is scalding she burn hot Skittles. water. She's, I she's cannot also, believe how hot the water she's is. Also, she's also not exiting the shower with the same first layer of skin right. she had on before <laughs> right. she got it. She is scorching the earth. <laughs> Isn't that not good for your skin? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I just, I don't, I have always liked scalding hot showers baths since I was a kid. And I don't know, scalding, In in the summertime, I'll take, I'll walk in there, not cold. But cool. But cool. Like, like, yeah, like that almost half. I don't feel clean if it's not like a good hot shower. Yeah, I kind of don't. Either. Yeah. If there's no steam emitting, it's not, yeah. it's not hot enough. But we got the high pressure jet, so hmm. like we can, I we we can silly American. That's a <laughs> right. That's a very <laughs> that's a very <laughs> contrived feeling. But I get it. I think like American society makes you feel like that. Like if yes. you're not if you're not zestfully clean, look at the commercial. <laughs> I mean, you see all the soap that's being thrown. Do you see all the steam? <laughs> there's a lot of steam. Like too. when the, the face wash commercial. Somebody posted something on Twitter a long time ago. If people actually wash their face like they do in the Neutrogena commercials, think of all the water that would be all over the sink because they're taking right, the water, right, like right. splashing. <laughs> right, on your face. Please, please tell me you saw that video of Carl- Kylie Jenner washing her face. I didn't watch that shit. It was the most funny. I shit. purposefully did not watch that. I, no, shit. it came across my timeline, and I was like, for someone who's trying to sell skincare, you washing like she had her nails were like as long as fuck, and she still had like a face full of makeup on. She had on a Snapchat filter, and she like like dipped her hands 
underneath the sink like this and like did like four little circles <laughs> and oh. then rinsed it off and like just did this. And I was like, have you ever washed your face in your what life? What's the purpose of this video? She's trying to sell she her like skincare line. And like she's using St. Ives and repackaging it with Kylie <laughs> Jenner. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> like oh. it's oh. it's what? It's bad. It's real bad. I meant to watch the video that Jeffrey De- Jeffrey started about it. I mean, it's bad, girl. It's bad. And she's just duping these poor little dumb girls out of their money. And I'm just like, get you some Korean friends and join Soko Glam. Korean skincare is an addictive practice. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. I've even tried it. it. It's it's delightful. It is delightful. It makes you feel like you're really caring for yourself. Right. But it is funny how we are obsessed with hygiene. Like one of the things one of the things I was thinking about was the the banquet in after they've after in Game of Thrones when they um, <laughs> when they after they vanquished uh the the ice the, the night king um that banquet like I'm like can you, I turned to Veronica like can you imagine what it must have smelled mm. like in there <laughs> like all these people who just fought a war Ugh. and pr- none of them have bathed yet no. they're just they they buried they buried their dead today, and now they're all in a room together. I mean, the stench eating. in the air from the burning right, dead alone. Right, like how badly that must have smelled. Like I mean, a spring or summer at King's Landing, right? Must have been horrible. <laughs> right. Like right. you can get right. away with it at the Wall or at Winterfell yeah. because it's like cold enough. Right. That yeah. The, sure. That the scents aren't like wafting yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> The viruses don't are, imagine don't, uh, are like repopulating. Like imagine fast. being imagine being hot as fuck. Everything just feeling like it's baking, not having air conditioning oh, because God. of the time, right? And all you smell are people that haven't showered in more days than you can count and on your hands. Been and doing feet. manual labor all day. That yes. too, and every right, and wearing the same clothing and they still they've had, been wearing, and they still had the same desires. To interact with people, yep. either mm. platonically or mm. sexually. Yep. Oh, think of the brothel as we do oh. now. But everybody was dirtier. <laughs> so I'm going to wrap up my segment and I eat this episode by saying this: <laughs> Leave your jealous ass friends at home. Wash your legs before you come try on any clothes this summer. <laughs> Put lotion on your nasty ass feet. I don't want to see any more men with black hardened souls with their souls hanging off the back of their flip-flops oh. in the mall. Ugh. Get a pedicure and put some fucking oil on your feet. Nobody wants to see that, but other than that, have a good night. You've been listening to Nerds <laughs> in Luxury. Flyers, loud and hippos are flyers, flyers, just because flyers, OG pimp hustler, gangster player, hardcore motherfucker. Black diamonds on a nigga wrist, is it vanity or just a sign of excellence? Square footed six rooms up in my residence, blowing money up in Nemus, guess that's negligence. We hold these truths to be self evident.